out with the old and in with the new. Start your new year with Yahoo Small Business with everything you need to start and grow your business. Find a domain, get a business email, and create a new professional website. Have a business idea and don't know where to start? Visit www.yahoosmallbusiness.com. Recorded live. Black Power, BB48, my hotel. Going on tonight, family. Local feet on the ground radio. You know what it is. You know how we do. We want to stay silent. Stay on point with this information. Tonight, we got a special tonight. We got a featured guest host coming in. We got a feature coming in. You know what I'm saying? We got our brother, Dawa Israel, coming in for the family. We're going to chop it up real nice, get it in about the. Uh, we're going to get it in. we got a couple of different subjects, you know. We're going to be dealing with um, something we like to call Uncle Tom-ism and Aunt Sally-ism, you know. we got us a, a, a head honcho of the HCIC. we got the HCIC on the on the rack today. And, uh, you know, if it's not privy to who the HCIC is, that's the head coon in charge. So we're going to get that right and, and get these lines right. Let me, let me see who out here. Let me check everything up, get my chat room open, and get ready to blast off. You understand? So, you know, i like to say thank you for everybody who, who already are tuned in, for those in the chat room. Uh, thank you for coming out early. And like I said, you know, we, we had this plan for last Saturday. But the camel who somehow played uh, some type of game with us and had us uh, a little a little held up, not being able to get into everything properly. But tonight is a whole nother night. And we're getting <laughs> here. So y'all better be weird. We're in here. Y'all better be weird. You know, like I said, uh, we got our brother Darwin. Yes, brother Darwin, you out there? I am here, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. With Black Power, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, like like I said, maybe we, we're going to get it in on this uh, HCIC. We're going to touch this uh, this uh, uh, uh little show they got, this effeminized show called the uh, Prancing Elite. Um, we're going to attack that real hard. We're going to touch that real hard. And also, we're going to hit or we're going to deal with this um, uh, Lee Daniels character. You know what I mean? Who Harpo, <laughs> you know what I mean? That Harpo has endorsed full-fledged. We're going to touch that chef tire. You know what right. I mean? We're going to touch that real quick. And also, we're going to get into, before it gets too late, we're going to make sure we stay, we're going to stay strong all night. But we're going to make sure we touch our brother Dawai Israel's uh, feature book, definition of a broke ass. You understand? We put a scholarship out here. We're putting all saying that information out for the family, for you to be able to take home, and for you to hold it for a long time, put it in your library, you know, and for future generations, for them to be aware we need tactical information, proper propaganda that will keep us move forward into this, um, you know, into this uh, BB Fahodier. That's what we call it, it's African level liberation. And if y'all didn't know, it's a Twi word. Twi is a, a language off the, 
uh, Western Coast of Africa. Check it out. It's Tweet TWI. And, you know, like I said, we're going to come in nice and we're going to give our praises. Praise Nat Turner. Glory to Garvey. Glory to the spirit of Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman. Glory to Ida B. Wells. And Lord of the spirit of Sister Fanny Lou Hamer. Um, I mean, I think that's about everything that we had to get in. You know, like I said, we in here strong. Last time we had a whole little technical difficulties. Yeah, you understand. We had a couple of technical difficulties. Crackers was playing, uh, you know, switch a switch switchboard and didn't want us to hear everything was going on. Brother Dawa, I like to say this though: a portion of what we did did get recorded, but we just oh, okay. wasn't able to. Yeah, but we just wasn't able to see it. On, I wasn't able to see it on the board and tell exactly what was going on. So what they did was they had my switchboard shut down. So then I couldn't uh, see what was going on. But the recording was happening, but the switchboard was shut down, so I couldn't. So I couldn't get in and and see what you know. Like I said, see what was going on, seeing who was out there and everything. So we we probably had a lot of uh, uh, what we called it. The cracker, we call the cracker the camel who over here, the creative white person. We do not think that he's natural to the planet at all. Right, right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> we, we, do, we do not advocate. <laughs> we don't advocate evolution over here. We don't advocate none of that natural selection. They, we are uh, uh, somehow metamorphosed into these mugs. Uh, uh, no, uh, um, what's what is a mutated? We didn't mutate into crackers. Trust mm-hmm. me on that. Africans did not mutate into crackers. We know that. We've been here in this wilderness of North America over 500 years. People been living in the freezing cold. I'm brother up there in Detroit. We got people in Chicago, Canada, and, and a Negro ain't turned white yet. Thank you. <laughs> so, so that shit, you know. Thank they, you. They, you know, so that shit, we even got Eskimos in Alaska. They still dark. Chinese people, Jacks. Up in the freezing, Mongols in the freezing cold, they still dark. So we only hear some of this shit that y'all running about this cracker. But we're going to get it in nice tonight. Like I said, man, you know, I'd like to thank Brother Dawa for coming out, man. Go ahead and give the people um, a little bit of background, and we can shoot right off into this uh, information. Okay. Uh, peace, family. Uh, it's Brother Dawa here. Uh, I'm the host of the Yaz Real Hour out of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, it's a live calling show where I interact with the audience. A lot of people may know me as the brother that interviewed Dr. Umar Gould Johnson. Uh, his video that he calls the psychoacademic academic war against black boys. Uh, back in 2010, September 18th, as a matter of fact, I had Brother Cyrus Fetty on the show. I've had the Princess of Zambia. Sixth-generation granddaughter of Shaka Zulu on the show. Uh, I'm trying to get put the works in for Brother Griff to come on in March uh, to let him grace the stage. Uh, that'd be my first Hall of Famer on the show. Uh, I've also had Brother Jay from Esclair. He came in and made an appearance on the show. So I've had some, you know, some, some upcoming, you know, as well as. Uh, some, some people that's already been in the game and some unknown people as well uh, to some on the show as well. So, you know, I've been doing the show since 2007 in Chicago, but I've been on TV since 96, so I'm no stranger to cameras and, you know, speaking, you know, my mind. I, I had been interviewed by 
Uh, Byron Pitts of ABC News came to the studio, interviewed me. Um, back uh, about a year, low years ago, Byron Pitts from ABC News, uh, and I also sat down with a white nationalist. I believe in debating white men. I don't believe in constantly debating my brothers over whose information is more ancient than the next. I really don't really don't care about that. I don't think we have time to be arguing with that right now. I want to debate these white boys, you know, these and these white women and these, you know, folks that are these tomahawks and these crackers and shady people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my thought process, you know. Somebody got some noise in the back, so I need to use their phone or something. But, uh, yeah, so I, um, that's a little bit about me on the television side. I'm also a musician. Uh, I play guitar. I'm a singer, songwriter. I write my own music. I got music on Reverb Nation. I got some YouTube videos of my own personal music as well. Uh, this is Dawa Israel. You just go to YouTube and type in my name, Dawa, D-A-W-A-H-Y-I-S-R-E-R-A-E-L, Dawa Israel, and you will be able to see my videos, you know, stuff like that. So, And I am the author of a book called The Definition of a Broke Ass, The Homosexual, Lesbian, Transgender, and Bestiality Assault on the Black Race. It's due to print this week. Hopefully by the end of the week, it'll be on its way to those who already bought it. You want to purchase it, you can go to my website at www.yahisrealhour, that's Y-A-H-I-S-R-E-A-L-H-O-U-R.com, Go to my For Real Sale link, and you can order the book whether you want it in paperback or you want to receive an e-book, it's for sale now. And it's a uh, no holds bar, streetwise, yes, scholarly work. You know, I put I put it together uh, with the help of the ancestors, of course. And I think it exposes, I know it exposes, it sheds a light on, you know, um, some of the medical issues that, that come along or go along with the death style of homosexuality that's not glamorized in the news and all over television, like the, the, the death style that they call the lifestyle homosexuality is. They, they, they choose to hide the medical information from the people, so I give some of that. I give a spiritual perspective from the motherland. Uh, I give uh, my perspective on women as being lesbians and, and all of what I call artificial love making. Uh, I talk about the Isle of Lesbos, and you know, and you wouldn't even be able to call yourself a lesbian if it wasn't for some white woman somewhere who coop, cooped up on an island called Lesbos, taken by white men that didn't want them. So, you know, the whole concept is just is twisted. And I deal with a few other things as well as I got a chapter in the book called the uh, the breeding ground while going to uh, the Catholic Church and, 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 and the making of NAMBLA, the creation of North American Man-Boy Love Association, how the man who created it, uh, Mr. Shiner, the priest, I talk about him a lot uh, in the book, and Alistair Crowley and, and the connection with uh, L. Ron Hubbard and the Nation of Islam, it gets thick. And uh, there's no holds bar, you know. I'm going in on these homosexual black celebrities these these men who have allowed themselves to put on dresses like Ving Rhames and play Holiday Hearts, 
you know, you go from playing baby boy, you know, knocking him out, punching him in the jaw and all this and that, you know, to being a, a flaming, you know, homosexual in another movie called Holiday Heart where you're a man in the street beating up men, but you ain't a man at no other time. You know, it makes no sense to me how, how uh, a lot of these entertainers, I don't, and I, I really don't care who who is. I don't care what people's status is. I don't care about none of that stuff. I mean, to na- now at this point in time, we are in, in in the corner of this fight. We're in the corner, and we got to fight we, because we don't have any other choice. It's either you live or die, and that's where we are. This this homosexual attack is the last attack of a white man and white woman on the black race. We better recognize this. If you fall for this, that's it. It's over. Mhm. Uh, you you definitely tell the truth on that, you know, because what. What is there to fight for? What is there to fight for when we ain't got no family, man? There's nothing else left to fight for when the family unit is destroyed. Then you know what? You know somebody, somebody got to explain to me what a man lives. Take his own ass. That's just that's just some simple. We are gonna keep it simple. When you don't protect your own ass, I can't trust you to protect mama. Can't protect you, trust you to protect your sister. You ain't making no baby, so you ain't gonna protect your kids. So what the hell are we gonna do with you? Get right. ready. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. See, I, 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 uh, I wonder. You know, you know, are we really asking the homosexual male the hard question? See, in my book, I deal with a series of questions in the end of the book. That's when it gets personal. Because I ask every reader to go in their own little corner somewhere by themselves without the influence of someone else, without television, radio, just you and yourself in your own little corner of your own mind and ask yourself, what is the true benefit of homosexuality? What are we gaining? From homosexuality. What are we going to do with the men that have decided to live the, the death style of homosexuality when they decide they want to come back into the fold? Let's say we accepted them into the fold. What are we going to do literally? And this may sound harsh. But what are we going to do with a bunch of men whose rear ends are torn to the point of them not being able to hold their bowels. What are we supposed to do with a man who cannot hold his feces in his bowels no more? What are we supposed to do with a bunch of loose, booty, homosexual, reformed, wannabe heterosexual men? What do we place these people? Who wants to sell out the medical bills to deal with homosexuals? Many, many, many different uh, issues that they have in their anus, like gay bowel syndrome, which is one I discuss in my book. Gay bowel syndrome. Doctors all over the country and even outside of the country, especially in most other European countries, gather together in big hotels and they have conferences where they sit down And all they discuss is the anuses of homosexuals. And they talk about all the different diseases that they see. They come with all types of pictures. They come with confessions from homosexuals, 
of what happens during and after and even before the intimate encounters with their so-called lovers. All this stuff is documented. And many, 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 many millions of dollars being made to cover up all of the medical diseases, the medical issues that homosexuals have. See, if they didn't have butt plugs, anal bleaching cream, if they didn't have doctors that would sew up their anuses after they torn with stitches, you know, as they, after they've had to have stitches from big, huge uh, black male penises running up inside every and dildos and bananas and cucumbers and pickles and whatever else these clowns are using to stick up in each other's behind. They don't tell us all of that on television. When they make songs like, ah, because I'm happy, when they make songs like that, some little clown boy for real dressing up like a little, little, uh, a little, uh, a little circus monkey that want to ride the choo-choo train. See, they don't talk about the after effects of being so happy or so gay. They don't tell you that you may end up with gay bowel syndrome and that your anus, yes, your anus, homosexual male, fag, your anus will be the topic at this convention. All weekend long, it will be hundreds of men that sit up and look at your anus and laugh. You're paying their bills with your retarded backwardness. You homosexual mm-hmm. fool. You weak, emasculated punk. And see, we're going to have to define what a man is today. I can't be called a man if a homosexual be called a man, too. Something's wrong with that. I think we're going to have to redefine manhood today because right now, Masculinity is something that is, is leaving very fastly. People are questioning what it is. And that's just mm-hmm. that just ain't gonna work. That just don't work for me. Now, yeah, you but know I, you said something, Brother Dawa. You said I heard you say, you know, I don't think I'm gonna be a uh 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 was talking about sexuals. And he was like, yo, you know, I'd rather be a head rule sexual. Exactly. Could you right. expound on that for the people? Just, just, just touch that off for the people. Well, it hit me one day, you know, these people say hetero. And I've heard people say, our people say hetero. And I know that the word hero comes from the word hero. So I said, oh. So they really saying hetero sexual and uh, 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 heru, hetero and heterosexual is what they really say, but they can't give us the connection to the power of the word, so they change two letters. Instead of hetero, they say hetero. They change the O to the U to an O. So you totally miss the meaning. You totally disconnect from the connection of the woman, the mother of the earth, the black woman, Mother Earth, being the, the epitome being the, the tell-all to sexuality when it comes to the woman. She's the guy. She, the black woman, the womb, black womb man, she is the, 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 uh, the book. She is what sexuality encompasses for a woman. She's the go-to. She's the oracle of intimacy when it comes down to any woman on this planet. She's the beginning of it all. <laughs> Out of her came everyone else. So, therefore, she has to be the first teacher when it comes down to Intimacy, but this is stuff that the white folks is doing didn't come from her. Because the white folks, as you said in the beginning of the show, are grafted from a whole other source. They didn't come from her. Most of these other individuals are Neanderthals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scientifically, they didn't come from us. Sorry to say it. 
Asian. That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're the Asian persuasion. I'm sorry, but you really got Neanderthal in you, too. That's just, that's just what it is on the rip. You know what I mean? But uh, the, the, the sister is really, like I said, the guy. She's the shining light. She is the one that encompasses sensuality and sexuality. So they had to get it away from her, the, the, that particular um, that particular position had to be taken away from her, so they just say had a root, I mean had a role section. And so they don't want the black male to feel like he is the epitome of, of intimacy uh, when on the male side because he's the first man to walk away or if he's the one that he's the first one to ever do it. Got to be the best at it. Got to be the most desired in the world. Of course, we know that. Huh? <laughs> think about that. Why do you think the black man has asked Dr. Francis Crest Wealthy so eloquently put it in her book, Black Male Penis Envy? Why do so many black men get their penises cut off in this country? You tell me why did they find so many black men that have been hung with their pants ripped off, bleeding from mm-hmm. the anuses? They have to cover their pants. Cut, they had to cover their waist up as they hung on trees just to take a picture. Mm-hmm. And it's a crowd. Think about this now. A crowd of white people standing out there, knowing that this man just got raped and they all still standing there. No disgust look on their face. Ready by the hundreds to take pictures next to a black man that had been raped by a white man or a or several white men. They was running trains on brothers. And all these crackers stood up there and took a picture anyway. What kind of sick man is that? That's not a hair rule sexual. He may be a uh 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 heterosexual like he said. People with us, we deal with male and female. He just has one word, uh, heterosexual, for both male and female. We know we have rule as the man, hetero, hetero as the woman. So heterosexual for the female and heterosexual for the male. That takes it back to its pure essence, to the beginning of sexuality when it was pure. Well, we didn't need to dabble in dildos, and I didn't need to bring a toy in the bedroom because I'm tired of my woman. I didn't have to dress her up like, you know, uh, Betty Boo, and I'm going to dress up like, uh, you know, Cletus, the, the, the mechanic or whatever, or a carpenter, and I'm going to come in the house with a, with a belt and some tools around my waist because I got to spice up my love life. No, my woman and her nakedness was enough. I didn't need no high heels at a homosexual fag war to turn me on. Like a lot of brothers do today, we need all this extra because the white man has oversaturated us with sexuality, but yet it's negative sexuality. When did a woman become boring to a man? What the hell happened? When did a woman become boring to a man? What makes men want to sit up in a house together 10 or 15 deep with no women? Gambling, Mm -hmm. sitting up in a hot house, with his wife beaters on and your pants hanging off your boot tank and you're all up in the house together. No women up in there? When did a woman become boring to you sorry, simp Negroes? What happened? When did it become popular and common and okay and acceptable? When did you get a pass by 
out of the man's balls on your chin? Huh? When does it become okay for you to suck down a man's baby down your throat and then get on a video and brag about sucking penises with all kind of mascara all over your face, eyes shot on, prettier than a woman so you think, with your artificial boob tag, boo-boo, calling it a vagina, a pussy? When did that happen? How weak are you, you little punk? Oh, I can say something. I'm going to try to come a little differently this time. I'm not even going to come. I ain't even got to. You're disgusting and profane enough. You broke down, weak, mm, mm, mm. piss mouth of a man. Mm-hmm. What good are you? What are you homosexuals going to do against those homosexuals that molest little boys? Mm. When y'all going to take up the banner and the fight against the molestation of boys? Lee Daniels, Cleo Monago, Roland Martin, Cornell West, Michael Eric Dixon, or excuse me, Dickinson, excuse, I'm sorry, Dyson. Huh? Oh, Marwa, yes, you tell me. Booker T. Coleman. Hmm? What are you poor excuses for men, black men, going to accept the fact that homosexual men molest boys? Hmm? How do you expect me or us on this line to accept men who only want another man or a little boy? A man that will never stop another homosexual man from molesting a little boy. I don't care how much education you claim to have or how many degrees you may have on your walls. doesn't matter. Cornell West, if you cannot put together the simple thesis, sir, of penis and vagina, your education means nothing. You just you just a, a, a college man with a with a haircut like Don King, and just about as ignorant as him. Mm. Mr. Cornell, Corny West, Corny Westy, whatever the hell you call yourself. You know, I have no respect for men like that. I have no respect for men like that. Period. Hold on, brother Dollar. Let me yes, let yeah, me bro. pause. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me pause real quick because I want I'm gonna say something to all the listeners on the line. Y'all tuned in to feel on the ground. We asking Senate. First, second, and third. So, for those who might be in the chat room, for the Tamil who that might be on the line, created white people, this is science that we're talking here about, y'all. Don't come in here angry, y'all all in the chat room, to my sexual uh, deviancy is something that belongs to black folk. Now, we're going to give this to y'all real clear tonight on where this comes from, and we're going to be dealing with the HCIC. Don't worry, Harpo. We're going to get to you. But first, we're going to deal with this degeneracy and where it actually comes from, the caves of Europe. So y'all just hold fast and just stay up out of my line if y'all don't want to hear this real black talk over here. All right? 
So I, I just wanted to put that in real quick, um, brother. And before we get to that HCIC, just make sure you remind me because I got a couple passages that I want to read out of my Uncle Tom book. I got a, uh, okay. I got a, okay. yeah, I got a uh, directory for Tom, so I want to read that real quick before we get into Harpo. But go ahead, okay. keep beating on them, keep beating on them fast. Yeah, yeah, bro. Uh, uh, we have some serious issues. We don't really tap enough on them last disease. I want to tap on her toe a little bit. I want to pull off her pantyhose off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Let me go on and uh, <laughs> let me go and get in her purse right quick. <laughs> Let me go and take her to the store to get her a Kotex. And which one you want? Kotex is back there. Every 28 days, please drip. So how do you really think you're a man? Mm. Come on, sister. I know that black men are weak. Act like themselves. Punks. Don't want to be a man. Don't want to take no responsibility. Want to play video games all day. I know he ain't protected you. I know black men. The reality is black men raped you. That's just the real talk. That's real. Black man has raped the black woman, and the black man has raped the young black boy when they were little. The black boy when he was little, and the black girl, and that is a, that is the truth. And there was a there was a a, a, a love hate relationship between the black woman and the black homosexual male. The straight woman that accepts the homosexual male, even lesbians too that accept the homosexual male, that protect them. Because they both know that they were prisoners at the hand of some molesting man. Mm-hmm. You see? So she don't really like this homosexual. He don't like her either. But they both stuck in a place together, and they kind of understand each other a little bit. So they hang out and they talk with each other. They kind of comfort each other in a certain type of way. And she wants to protect him because she knows what happened to her from a man because she don't like men and he don't either. Mm-hmm. I figured this out thanks to the ancestors. That's what the ancestors told me. That's the thing. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. The biggest and greatest problem, yes, is the man. I ain't going to even sit up there and front. Yes, I said it. I said it. The biggest problem with the homosexual movement in the community is the man. I say it again, it's the man. But you lesbians, though, what would you be if the white man who was the first man that created the dildo, huh? The first dildo, the white man made it. Believe that. Do your research. Mm-hmm. The white man mm-hmm. made the first dildo. Brother Don, well, let me hit this point real quick, because you made an uh, excellent point right there about the hate for the black man because uh-huh. he was the violator. But then that goes also to how the fag ends up not liking his mother because they feel like they ain't been protected. It's a dual play there, even though the hate is stronger for the man with both the male and female who get, who get molested. There's also that double fold where, where they start to also not, not uh, where they start to hate there are uh, elders who are around them because they feel like they ain't even being protected. And so that's, that's the double thing where we got the women who coddle these fags and coddle these molesters and don't say nothing. Know that this need, know that he ain't no good. And you got to do something about it and don't do nothing. We let, right. you know, they, they have them, uh, you know, uh, Uncle, Uncle Jimmy out there in the yard, y'all better go out there. Don't, don't, right. don't let you know they don't need to be around them kids, you know. Just like right. that, but they know what time it is. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She know she has been uh, tainted and touched by this man. But the thing is, when she went to tell, then nobody listened to her. Mm-hmm. They told her to be quiet. Oh, what was you doing? It was your fault. They made her feel like uh, her her her, uh, her precious wound was not precious at all. So then she got to the point where she would just say, well, suck it up, deal with it. I ain't going to say nothing. Keep it hush up. Because didn't nobody have fun when she was young. This is the problem that it results. It goes back to the man. It just it, it comes right back to us. We got to take care of this. To see, all molesters got to get got to get dealt with, like men deal with them. Period. That's just point blank. There's no mm-hmm. question. Molesters. See, the real deal is once you find out that a man has molested someone, if we have the ability to run our own communities, that person could not be able to go home and eat dinner that day. You, you're not going to make it past sundown. Every man in the whole community that is not working or something at that time, every man that is free at that time, matter of fact, if we got our own community, we're going to stop all working. Everything stops until we get this molester and we deal with them expediently. That's how you handle that type of issue in a real righteous society. Molesters don't get it. They don't get a pass. There's no question. There's nothing to talk about at all. The only thing that's going to be said is what this person does. Once we prove it, that it has been done, you, you, we will deal with you accordingly. That's it, period. That's, you, I don't want to hear nothing. And nobody in your family better say a word. You cannot protect molesters and not expect the family to be diseased. You cannot protect any molesters and not expect the family, the core, the nucleus, to start to die. The trust is going to start to die. And once the trust starts to die among the children, because they went to the adults after they molested to the adults, and adults didn't do nothing. Next thing you know, animosity is going to set in the children, and rage is going to set in the children, and they're going to be out here like they are right now, having no respect for no adult. They're going to be beating you up in school as a teacher, knocking you out, fighting you in classes, fighting you in the house, fighting you in the street, because you did nothing to protect mm-hmm. them. That is a fact. That ain't talked about when they glamorize homosexuality on TV. They don't tell you all of the mental issues that you are going to see take place in a community after you do not protect your children's anuses. Now, like I was saying about them lesbians, if that white man did not make them dildos, all you would be is a female with a soul tongue and some wet face. Because you can never duplicate me. You ain't going to never be a man. The white man can't make you a penis. If he did make you one and attach it to your body, it ain't going to work. You ain't going to never have no secrets. You ain't gonna never have no testicles. You got ovaries. Two of them that separated up in your belly somewhere. You don't have testicles. You don't have no Adam's apple 
I don't care how many hormonal pills you take, you will never be me or a man. Never. Give it up. Give it up. Don't forget your strap on, though, because I know if you're going up to your girl house to please your girl, you've got to have your strap on because she want to feel a penis. She wants to feel something inside of her, and you are a fool to stick it in her and think you're doing something. You're sticking something that she wants to be a penis fool inside of her, and you think you're doing something. Please. A real man will take your woman. Huh? You dice, a real man will take you on without saying a word. It's just to tell her. She just smell the testosterone on a real man and it'll drop your dust and stuff. Quick. Quick. You ain't got nothing for her. But the white man's strap on. Sit down some damn whip. Turn your hat around. Matter of fact, take that damn hat off your head. Quick getting all them damn tattoos all over your body. You ain't hard. Stop taking them H wraps and put, wrapping them around your breast. You'll give yourself breast cancer. Huh? Did you not know, black woman, that when you do not allow those eggs that drop every month, huh? When you don't allow them to be fertilized at any time, when you're not allowing the sea men to swim through that lovely river that you have flowing, when you don't allow that to ever happen, it's going to dry the hell up. Guess what? All that milk that's supposed to be in their milk ducts, that's there, ready to be produced, you never allow it to flourish because you never get pregnant. You will die hard, die, I'm talking about. You're going to end up with breast cancer thinking you're smarter than the creator or creation, thinking you all right, thinking you just like, you know, what the white folks told you, it's okay. All right, I'm just, who are you to judge me? You ain't nobody. You just hate me. You just judge me. I got more females than you do. But you're going to have breast cancer and no babies. You stupid idiot. You allow this white man to just take your womb and just tie it up. Mm. You look like a fool to a man. You're a clown. All you dice are clowns. I don't care. I don't care how big and tough you look. You're a clown. You still bleeding? Which one do you want? Do you like maxi pads with wings, super overnight? Mm. Or you want a coquette? You gotta have one of it. Oh, you do, you like you do you do both up. One month you do the coquette, one month you do the super nasty, whatever with the wing or what. Come on now. You like panel liners too? You wear panel liners, huh? Huh? Stop trying to be a man. You ain't no man. Sit your stuff down. That's a real man stand out. Okay, some of us still out here. So y'all ain't y'all can't be us. Stop trying. Mm-hmm. All you all you gonna have is like I said, without the deal though, all you gonna be is a woman with a sore tongue and some wet fingers. Cause you ain't got no penis to put nowhere. Your clitoris is not a penis. Sorry, it would have been one. Had you been a man, that's true. It would have been one, but you're not a man. So it didn't grow to a penis. You ain't got no penis, so quit trying to act like you got one. But I got one, and all the men I know got one. And I'm Hope that's work. Right. Then again, whatever that they did. But then again, uh, a real man's penis is going to work, and we don't need no assistance. See, well, think about this. What kind of man is so inadequate that he makes his woman a deal with them? Anyway, I'm talking to the white boy now, the tomahawk, the tomahawk, the cracker, the cave boy. What makes you so weak 
that you have to build or make a deal though for your woman to please your woman. You give her all kind, all different sizes. One with little ridges on it, different colors. You make all this stuff, and you take your woman in this store that you made with all these big deals. And you make black ones for me, you know, big long, thick black ones. You make all these toys for her, for your woman, because you are in, you you don't even like women. And then you make blow up dolls for yourself. Take vaginas to stick your penis in it. Then you go in bathrooms and you cut a hole, cut a hole in the stall. That metal, you go in there with a device and you so you such a raging fag, like like my brother Abraham said Jesus said, raging fag. The white man is so much of a raging fag that he will go in a bathroom in a public place and drill a hole in the stall and stick his penis through the hole in a stranger's behind he ain't never saw in his life. Think about how crazy and insane this man is. What is on your mind to cut a hole in some thick steel to put your penis through it? How can we as men take advice from a man about a woman that doesn't even like women? The white man can't tell me how to be with a woman. I can't listen to him. This whole thought process is off. He don't like women. This is a man that made statues and sculptures of little boys sucking his penis and he put it on a wall. Think about that now. He had to go get all the concrete. Huh? He had to think about how he's going to sculpt this. It took him hours and hours to sculpt this sculpture sculpt. of a man and a little boy sucking his penis in stone and put it on a wall for the world to see. It takes, oh, this is the only man I know that will, that will get naked in front of a classroom of men and women to have somebody take his nude photo. The white man. And women in the class, and he butt naked, letting them take a picture of him. And other white men won't even leave the class. They'll sit there and paint the picture. Don't tell me nothing about the white man. He's a faggot. The white man will be a billionaire. Like this one billionaire, I don't know his name. Not too long ago, it was found in the news. This white billionaire, he molested his stepdaughter, I believe, or stepson, and then he molested his own birth, four-month-old child. I don't know if it was a male or a female. He's a billionaire. Billionaire. A man with so much money that he could buy himself his own personal island and then go around the world and in his private jet and pick out certain women he wants from all over the world if he wants a variety of women and proposition all of them and say, listen, I'm a billionaire. I can make it where you never have to work in your life, eat all the exotic food you want to eat every day. Give you personal training, everything, all you need, every need you ever had will be met. Every want, I'll take you to an island. Here's the picture, the brochure, everything. I got a private jet to ride, fly you over there right now. Let's go. I'll take you. I want you to see it before you sign on the dotted line to be one of mine on my island. But instead of doing that, the white man is such a raging fag. He molests his own son. 
And it was a, I believe that was a baby girl. I believe it was a baby girl that he molested. And oh, that was going to jail that's for him. The former baby, baby girl. girl. Okay, okay. Yeah, he was so the other I was a boy. I think it was boy and a girl. Like he 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 molested two children. Right, he did. Right, one was his stepchild and one was his own biological. He's a billionaire. Now, what what can you tell me about a man like that? I'm saying, what? you know, brother Dom, are you saying that? See, that's the that's the thing when you know you mentioned irritating Jimmy when I read his book. You know, once you step on that slippery slope of homosexuality or other forms of white sex. Everything else is is open, you know. That's why now we see the the uh, the, the, the white man where they, they just showed him having sex with the dolphin. He had the year long, you know what I'm saying? The thing with the dolphin. He was in love with a dolphin for a year and how the dolphin. <laughs> you know, crazy. Yeah, I'm sitting up here wondering to myself, like, okay, now dolphins are in the water, okay. And, you know, uh, first of all, I started thinking, like, okay, now, why would a man want to even know where a dolphin's vagina is at anyway? I, I don't even know why. I don't even, that never even crossed my mind. Like, where is the dolphin? I wonder where is the dolphin's vagina. I, I ain't never sat up and thought about that, first of all. And then again, he said that the dolphin rubbed him or touched him with his tail, or its, it, its tail. I don't know if it was a male or female. I don't, I don't know where. I think it was a female. But anyway, it, it touched him with his tail. And he, he said, he knew right then and there that dolphin was flirting with him. I'm like, oh, okay, so you got dolphins now. You, you can tell when the dolphin is flirting with you. Okay, what? Okay, then, right. Oh, Whatever well, you say so, Mr. White Man, you know everything. Anyway, how do you sleep with a dolphin? How do you have sex with a dolphin? I mean, what you make, a scuba diving suit with a with a hole in it, with a penis that you can stick it in it? Okay, how do you have sex in the water with a dolphin? I don't, how do you breathe? I mean, what? So do the dolphin? Come up to you and float in the water in a four feet of uh, pool or something, and you know you kind of stick your dingle in the sideways. How, how do you how do you manage? The fucking blowhole. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking blowhole. It's nuts. So fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, man. but now now listen, right? You know. We're saying that, right? We're saying that. Now, what I'm seeing today is that we've fallen as black people into the same slippery slope. Now, right. we go, now, you know, we we'll talk about this prince and elite thing, right? But right. before we hit that, I'm going to tell you this story that I just seen. Okay. A rapper from down south, I believe New Orleans, named uh, Louisiana. One of them. He's from Louisiana. I don't know if he's from New Orleans, but he's from Louisiana. Kevin Gates is his name. That's fine. The story, man. This choker. Y'all, I don't even want to tell the story, but I got to. Mm. This is so outrageous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's over mm-hmm. to where our mind is going. It's, it's on, you know how everybody on their little Instagram. This is the way that they all... Tell everything they do. Mm-hmm. He's telling how he just kicked the girl out the house because she went suck the dog dick. See, 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 see. That's what I'm talking about. See, see, in a society where men run it, uh, he he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have got a chance to even eat another cheese out of a bag. 
no, no. He, <laughs> he would have never ate no more Cheetos, no more hot Cheetos, no more Kool-Aid ever. So this joke, now this the joke, this joke is just was already on the thing talking about how he had a two-year relationship with his cousin. Yeah, man, uh, uh, brother, uh, the reality is that, you know, and I don't know if anyone has even embarked upon doing such a study, but the effects of crack cocaine, brother, uh, I think are still, you know, on, on on us right now. The effects of crack cocaine and Ritalin and Prozac uh, has really damn that decimated a couple of generations. Yeah, the last, the, the last of the generations that have come through this piece so far yeah, has really oh. been uh, on the way out of here, like doing some things uh, that, you know, we never have on, on in history, on the books, nowhere that I know of, at least in this society. You know, you know you're saying that. you saying that, Brother Dawa. I'll say, like, I'm, like, I'm 37. How, how old are you, Brother Dawa? About to be 44. About to be 44. All right. So you got me by seven. So you a little above that. You you at that crack generation where it was it was going, but it wasn't like the crack babies wasn't being born yet. I'm right around when the crack babies started to be born. Uh, <laughs> people, right. No, no, no. When the people started using dope, so I was like seventy seven. People were using dope, but that 80, 81, 82, that's when the babies. That's when crack babies start being hacked. You know, exactly. That, that, exactly. And, and we part of the crack generation. Like, we right. were the crack dealers. We part of the crack generation. You right. know what I mean? You right. know, so that all of that still messed all of us up because it put us in a disrespectful tone towards our, our peers, our elders, everybody. It just, it just flipped the whole context on how black people interacted with each other. Yeah, see, and I use that from, uh, you know, Brother John Singleton's movie, uh, Minutes to Society, where Old Dog shot that fag. The dude, you know, talking about, man, I suck you. I'm like, oh, wow. When I saw that, I was like, really? So you mean to tell me this drug called crack will make a black male tell another man, I suck you, your penis? For real? I knew then when I saw that 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 that, that drug right there is uh, much more detrimental, I think, than anyone I've ever heard of. I've never heard of people say shooting up heroin and then want to suck man's penises. I, I maybe it did happen, but I don't know. But I know heroin came before the crack came. But I mean, mm-hmm. I don't remember hearing that men was doing that stuff then. They would get high on heroin and just be a heroin addict, probably end up dying or something or. Uh, going to sleep usually when they're done and stuff, they'd be leaning and all that kind of stuff. But as far as sucking penises and all that type of stuff and, and doing all that type of Those things wasn't like that. Those things is a different, they do a different way. Yeah, right. But crack, when that came in, it started making people just, I mean, people just under the influence. I ain't going to say crack made them. I'll say under the influence of that drug doing that particular high or whatever, they were out into another realm, I'll put it like that, mentally, where they would sell their children off to crack. Then he'd take them, do what you want, just let me get the crack. Or whatever for the crack, I'm still on mama's TV and all my mama's, my mama's possessions and the thing my mother and my father have heirlooms from the family that, 
that whole family has been passed down since slavery. I'm going to sell it. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hostage. Though. I'm, I'm taking the pawn stuff. I got to do this. And then you don't see your family for weeks. Man, that's that's weeks. right there, bro. That that that's right there. That's that's some serious business there. That's mm-hmm. some serious altering of the mind going on with that particular drug. And it was strategically placed in our community. I call mm-hmm. it a silent war. See, we yeah. think that war only comes with explosives and lights and bombs and like Fourth of July. Uh-uh. Some of the most deadly wars aren't even heard. Some of the most, one of the most deadly weapons you ever are going to see is a blow dart gun. Silent, light, but deadly. Can't even trace me. Can't find me. How you gonna know who you? You, you can't. You can't. Uh, ain't no barcode or ain't no engravings on that little needle. And I'm spitting through this here blow dart. See, when he's back in our own land, hey man, please, we gonna find them poisonous creatures, and we use them. We use a poison to our benefit. See what I'm talking about? That's silent warfare, but it's just as deadly. We have to understand that the white man put something in your mouth called crack. He gave it to you personally under the Reagan era, Reaganomics. He gave it to us during that time. And look at the effects today. He gave it to our people. Our people turned around and said, you know what? I'm going to start giving rhythm to my son because the white man said he can't sit down and play. Well, he can't sit down. Look where he comes from. Look who loins he came out of. Or she came out of. Why do you think she jittery? He jittery. can't sit down, can't be still. Plus what you feed them every day on the way to school. Man, come on, man. Silent warfare is all through the hood. Cheetos, marshmallows, processed food, all of your neighborhood stores is warfare. That's all it is. They're selling up death. Mm-hmm. And then they're producing death on TV with people like Lee Daniels and Empire and all this, you know, the press and the leak and, you know, straight back like man. that. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean. And we know okay. that, and see, that's the thing about it is that we can speak on it because we understand these are products of racism, white supremacy. It's part of y'all, that's part of the system that was created. We see we see the clones out there. That's what most of the that's most most of the black people are right now. They just the clones. Exactly. Exactly. The white male has done uh, a job under the direction of the white woman, who really who's really the mastermind behind the white man's uh, killing and destroying. The, the it's really the white woman. Mm. She's the mastermind behind it. As Dr. Collins says, she she's a reinforcement of white supremacy because she's the one who has the baby, you see. And the reason why she's so lethal and dangerous, or one way to to know that she's lethal and dangerous, is to go back and and think about our childhood in school. Most of our childhood formative years, kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, we had white women teachers. There's a reason why the educational system in America is set up that way. Most of these elementary teachers are going to be with white. Elementary children are going to be with white women. Hmm? Usually in any society, the offspring is left, and the first formative years left with the woman. She's doing a lot of teaching about earth, the world, the way things work, emotions, feelings, you know, 
uh, how you should do this and how you should do that, how to respect this and how to respect that, how to respect nature. Usually the woman is the first one of that, teaching that, because the man is all doing another thing. It's just the nature of things. Not to say a man can't. I'm just saying there's an order to this thing. And usually the offspring is left with the female for so many years at least. And then, you know, not, I'm not just left completely. You know what I'm saying. You know, a lot of time will be spent more so with the mother, even though the bonding period, like the period when the child is going through the, the stages of uh, breastfeeding. There's a bonding period. A man really is not able to do that. All I can do is hand the baby to the mom when the baby wants the milk, period. So what I'm saying is there's a balance and there's a way things are supposed to be done. You see, we've gotten away from that balance. We've allowed the white male to tell us to go against that, that particular balance of male, black woman, and black female. I mean, black female and black male. We've allowed them to take us outside of the balance of things that we've gotten off. We've allowed them to give our babies all types of drugs and things of that nature and take them off their center. And we don't really, you know, I don't think as a whole, I don't think we've done a study on the see the true effects of crack cocaine, riddling, uh, these silent drugs that we are taking, uh, we don't see it as war, but it is war. They have been slaughtering us uh, in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now, again, they've taken it to the media, to to, to the mainstream. They, they got, uh, like, the Jaffe Memorandum. In 1969, the Jaffe, J-A-F-F-E, Memorandum came out from the government. The government said that they were going to uh, F up or they were going to start and beef up or they were going to start to build up, basically. <laughs> the presence of homosexuality in media and uh, things of that nature, they were going to put up some campaigns. In 1971, they started implementing, or 72, they had the convention in Chicago. And around that same time, for homosexuality, something to push through Congress their, their, their demand. And so out comes the homosexual manifesto around that same time where they blatantly say the homosexual men said they're going to molest our son everywhere, in coliseums, every place where men gather, bowling alleys, I mean, you name it. They blatantly say that's what they're going to do. And if you read the homosexual manifesto, which can be Google, which I do also have in my book, mm-hmm, I do, some portions of it in my book, uh, if you read that in its entirety, you will see that I'm not, there's no such thing as homophobia. See, you got to read the Homosexual Manifesto. There's no such thing as homophobia, period. I'm not afraid of a fag. Why? He's not a man. See, the thing that I don't like is that, well, many things I like about homosexuals, but they're disgusting creatures, filthy creatures, predators who just want to prey on the masculinity of any other man. They don't want to see masculinity because that's, that corrects them. Masculinity is a measuring tool to the homosexual. It shows them what they are not, what they lack. They don't like to be put up against anything and defeated. Homosexuals want to defeat everything they touch. That's why they have this pride thing, pride, 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 pride. Gay pride, they have to be very prideful to walk around and be walking contradiction every day of their life, every second of the day. It takes a lot of pride to do that, to tell yourself as you walk down the street with a damn cat suit on, 
that you look good in a pair of stilettos, that you look good out there on the corner twerking and, and shaking your booty on a run up against a car in the hood or somewhere up against a 69 Impala and you bouncing around to, uh, you know, uh, one of these rap songs out here. You think that, that that look good. It takes a lot of pride to do that, truly. It takes so much pride that that is so much pride that it will destroy you. See, homosexuals have the pride of destruction. That's what they're going to get because you can't produce babies in anuses. You can't shoot semen down a Negro's throat and expect it to blossom into a baby in his belly. It's just not going to work. You can't put no babies in a Negro's doodle and expect them to live. You're shooting babies in feces, you nasty, dirty, degenerate fool. Again, you're dropping babies. Listen to me now. In the feces of a man, you don't care nothing about life. You're suffocating semen. See, don't try to say, oh, he's talking retarded. Babies are alive. Semen is alive. If semen wasn't alive or a living organism, it wouldn't be able to swim its way up through the canal and make it to the end. So you are destroying life at its very basis. That's why you're going to end up with A. It's your karma. Mm-hmm. For God so loved the world that he gave a fag, gay bile syndrome. He made your anus bleed. God so loved the world that he made you have extreme flatulence. For God so loved the world that he made you have tearing of your anal tissue. For God so loved the world that he let your sphincter muscle be torn. For God so loved the world that he made it so that when you ate your biscuits and your steak and your potatoes, that it was still sitting in the chair when you got your wicky, masculated rear end up because your booty hole is so loose that you can't hold the turd. For God so loved the world that he let you open up your mouth and suck down a man's semen and end up with throat cancer. Huh? For God so loved the world that he put herpes on your lips for allowing a man to put his penis in your booty and then out of your booty into your mouth. For God so loved the world that he let you die at about 75 pounds of shriveled up fag cone in a casket and everybody standing there and all them, the fag that kills you with his penis is standing there crying over your drawn up body, you stupid fool. Isn't the pastor going to stand there, have a eulogy, and talk about how you in heaven? No fags ain't going to no heaven. Ain't no heaven for no faggot. Where can you find such a place? A homosexual man will tell another man he loves him, and then he will drive his penis into his behind so many times and sent him to the hospital bleeding so many times and be sitting right next to his dumb ass at the hospital in the emergency room holding him up. Baby, I love you. And this Negro's booty is hurting so bad he can't even sit out. He got to cross his leg and lean over to the side on his fag boyfriend's chest. Oh, baby. Because he done rammed me in real good. But he loves you, though. Love you to death. Mm-hmm. Literally, they're going to send you to the hospital and to your grave. These fags work for the coroners. They make the coroners have something to do. Mm-hmm. They give these doctors a laugh because the doctor is cracking the hell up 
as he's sitting in Jamaica drinking a damn pina colada (laughs) (laughs) because of your booty hole, because you had to go to him with your bleeding anus. You sent him to Jamaica about 10 times, and when you went, you couldn't even enjoy it because your booty was hurt. (laughs) And you telling me you happy because I'm happy. No, no, no. You ain't happy. Your booty ain't happy. Your booty is not happy. It's been collapsed. It's called your booty just collapsed. Let me tell you something, bro. These what white you told her, hold up, hold up. What you saying? You, you know, you saying that, right? My nurse was telling me about about a white man up there in her at her job, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? And, um, it was like yo, that the Joker behind fell out, and he had to get some mesh put on it, called a rectal prolapse. And I remember you was telling me about that. Right. Right. I was trying to be happening to him. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I was like, and she said, yo, and I, and I asked her, I said, yo, you sweet? She said, you know he looking. I said, well, you know. And all I think about was you telling me about that. And I said, oh, man. God. Yeah, man. I mean. I fell out the back, man. Come yo, on, man. man. I mean, brother. Bruh. They got you know, we're going to have to clean this up, man. Look, yeah. I'm going I'm to read this passage real quick, okay. and we're going we gonna to jump on, on Hawkeye because we're going to get into this. This is the first millennial edition, the American Directory of Certified Uncle Toms. Um, this is a review of the history, antics, and attitudes of handkerchief heads, Aunt Jemima's, head Negroes in charge, and house Negroes against the freedom aims of the black race. Page 33, we're going to talk about the difference between a practicing black and an Uncle Tom. <laughs> practicing blacks also realize that they and fellow Christians <laughs> must be formally held accountable for actively undermining the rightful aims of their own group or for ignoring or silently acquiescing to inferior standards and conditions or for failing to address substantially the tragic ill effects of white racism. As, as with any independent nation, those felling in these general responsibilities of racial citizenship will by agreement be considered traitors to the community of blacks and subject to group sanctions, which may include boycotts of the organizations or the businesses that employ them, intercommunity ostracism, informal criticism, revocation of group privileges and banishment from group events. Now, the Uncle Tom, by contrast, is a non-practicing black who is overtly or covertly recruited to fulfill alien values for the benefit of another race, who ignores his or her obligation to help advance the status and improve the condition of black people. But such a black earnestly believes that surrender to white rule and domination is indeed the best way to help advance the status and improve the condition of black people. He is often deceived into believing that his anti-black but personally profitable Actions carry little or no potential injury for no potential for injury to its own racial group, or that such actions, intermittently, to black interests are actually beneficial. He may, as a personal 
personal choice distance himself from black affiliation and may not consider himself accountable to the leadership or membership of the black race, though he may voluntarily make himself accountable to another authority, such as employer, religious leader, union officials, or the United States government, he may accept and seek to identify with any of the diversionary political or philosophical doctrines. Capitalism, communism, Marxism, democracy, republicanism, that makes them responsible to other but invariable white authorities. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about these uh these times who always try to surrender the white rule and try to surrender us to the white rule. At all, yes, indeed. At all times, you know what I mean. We gotta we must make sure that we stand firm in who we are. You know, uh, and I just want to read this uh, little quote from my brother Robert F. Williams. Um, this is from the Exile NAACP official Robert F. Williams in his landmark book, Negroes with Guns, defined the Uncle Tom as a whitewasher of black oppression and injustice and an apologist for America's hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Harpo, you, Harpo, we got charges for you. You got to bring Oprah up on charges. With this mm-hmm. With this oxygen uh, station and this um, prancing elite. Now, mm-hmm. I seen this group of, uh, of um, white sex offenders some time back. Somebody had it on. Somebody shared it. And was like, "Yo, look at this right here!" Boom, boom, boom. You know, I don't know who page it was, but somebody was was sharing and showing that this stuff is going on, right? Well, I've never seen this. This is at a basketball game. They got these jokers at a game where people with babies is in. Everything, they just food it out. So they are dancing and prancing. So I've seen it. Now, to see Oprah take these, oh, oh, man, come on, man. Take these dudes and put them on national television while they're pushing this other empire homo thing at the same time. And she already was in on the Selma in on the 12 years of butler. In, I mean, 12 years of slave. I'm saying 12 years of butler, the butler. She's <laughs> in on all of these horrendous, horrendous, you know what I'm saying, media projects, not to mention her most horrible color purple. You know what I mean? So I, I, go ahead, family. I know you want to touch on that, man. Go ahead. Yeah, like I said earlier, Oprah is an excellent example of a, of a woman that has been has I don't think that life uh, men because of what happened to her when she was a young woman, especially black men. I ain't never seen Oprah do nothing to no dark skin brothers, no black men, no no real men. You know what I mean? A man that's when I say real men, I mean a man that is not an Uncle Tom that's not gonna sell out his people. A man, something that you ain't never see on her show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you know. I mean, she gonna bring some cats on her show to have some resemblance of manhood. But to me, as a man, I'm gonna define manhood for me as a. I can say what I know is lined up and in tune with nature as a man, because I am. When I can do that, and not care what the consequences is for those that, for uh, what that may come from those that don't line up with nature, then I, I can say I'm a man. I'm going to say what line up, what's lined up with nature. And, and, and booty holes and penises don't line up with nature. It just don't work. 
Oprah, as a woman that has been touched, according to her own uh, recollection, her own words, lesson, whatever, she got problems with black men, period. And she got all that money, she's going to tell the world that she hates black men. She's going to tell the world all the dirty, evil things that black men did. Now, the color purple was a way out there flick. But to be honest, the realities are that a lot of that stuff took place. Black men was raping. Black men was beating them little girls. These Negroes is way older than them girls, getting a little young old, little old young female because they have been tapped on them plantations by them white men. See, that's the thing they ain't talked about either now. White man raped. This one thing I would ask the black woman to see is from a, a little bit of a different perspective. Now, never, ever let any type of molester ever go free, period. You got to be dealt with. <laughs> just, just know that there's a history behind Uncle Chester, the molester. A lot of times uh, he might have been tapped and some, by somebody older than him. And it goes back to the white man tapping brothers and little boys on plantations in this country. He, he turned, he goes he back turned, to that. He turned into yeah. a culture because, see, that's the thing that, that we got to see is that during, that during that time that he kept us here on these plantations and these different breeding, because, like, you know, a place like Jamaica, was just a breeding camp. And the way that he was breeding us, he was breeding us incestuously. He was just breeding us as though we were actual animals. So, you know, that's 250, 300 years, depending on, which, depending on when you touch down over here, 400 years of living in a system of, of animal breeding. You know what I mean? And now we out of that, you know, we, we, we out of that system maybe – you know, we out of that system 100 years, 100, you know, maybe, you know, we say 100, they, they say 1865, I really don't count it like that, but I'm saying that if we were, we could say that from the 1900s on, we were, we, we was by ourselves, but we kept on the culture that we had learned amongst of them uh, beasts. Right, right. <clears throat> and that's, that's the thing that we as a family is going to have to do in this time of need. And, uh, and when I say the time of need, we need each other more now than we ever did. We've always needed each other. That's, that's a sad thing that we haven't really uh, recognized as a whole. But uh, now we really have got to come together and uh, sit down and, and set aside our differences. Stop this. Women got to stop trying to be uh, men, and men got to stop trying to be women. Because we're on our way out of here with this foolishness. Even though it's already been said and prophesied, uh, you know, by some people before, that there was going to be um, a Sodom and Gomorrah on the rise. We've already saw it. And it's here, you know, full-fledged. Some say the white man with the Bible, but I tell you one thing, that there about Sodom and Gomorrah, the reference point to Sodom and Gomorrah, and what you do to a homosexual, and the Bible lines up with what African people have done always with homosexuals. So I'm going to say that part of the book had to come from us. And that part of that book I'm going to fully accept because it told us what to do with these, with these, uh, these homosexuals, these old nickelbacks, 
they told us what to do with these uh, woolly wops. And I, I truly know that uh, you, you, we can't we can't play no games with them. Oprah again. Oprah, back to her, bruh. Yes, she's been tainted, and she got plenty of money, and she's going to make every type of film she can to make black men look like some punks, look mm-hmm. like some people, because she's hurt. And after all these years, she's still hurt. Where's her babies at? Hmm? She refused to have children. Thank you. That tell you right there, something is wrong. Mentally, she ain't all the way there when it comes down to the family, the black family. She's not, period. She's not there. That's just all there is to it. She don't even want to produce. So if she don't want to produce, that means what? She don't want no man stealing up in her like that. So now when you cut off the man, the only man she's sleeping with is a white man. Huh? The only man she's sleeping with is a white man. I'm telling you. You know the little lot of Jews. You know how they do it in Hollywood. They all right. gonna hit. So they all hitting. They're probably all right. people she's she, she messed up with some old weird, some old weird small hat. Right. Some Woody Harrell. Uh, some uh, some <laughs> uh, Woody Allen <laughs> or somebody. Woody Allen or somebody. Yo, exactly. You can't be going right on it. Or will y'all attack? So that's the game that they play right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A king fag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. But, yeah, you know, and just looking at the whole situation at the time that that is coming up. See, this is just the thing is that, like, you know, we still we still under the under the uh, heat from Ferguson, man. People not really understand this. People still out. If they're not out in your area... They still out of <clears throat> the energy still turned up. So mm-hmm. they just throwing super feminized uh, you know what I'm saying, media project after media project. They just they just softened it up, they just hit us with the summer, they hit us with the, you know, this whole hands, you know, the the MLK, this whole hands <laughs> uh dogging, not none of this, you know. And I ain't really a MLK fan, but he did at the end of the day have some more tougher type speeches that they've never let come out. But uh, right. all in all, though, all in all, I'm, I'm just saying that uh, they're hitting us with a lot of media projects to soften us up. This whole empire movie by this um, disclaimer, these gangers, he's taking pictures with Yeah, he's taking pictures with this. He got a little crazy looking white man that he's sleeping with. He interviewing talking about this crazy madness. Uh, he pushing this movie called uh, M- uh pushing this uh, series Empire, where he's saying that he he's basically saying that look he created the show in order to like force black people to stop being homophobic. You know what I mean? And it's really you know uh, man a, a hard one to get through. So what do you think about this? Then we're going to get to the lines, open the lines up. You know, it's Tuesday. You know what I mean? We got our brother Dodd-Wise Israel right here. You know, we do his feet on the ground. I see my host in the mouth there, Black Power, Baby Boy, yay. going on out there, family? But, um, yeah, so so what you got What you got on this on this uh, dude here, Baby Daniel? Uh, Lily. You talking about Lily? <laughs> <laughs> What up, Lee Lee? Yeah, I tried to get in touch with Lee Lee a couple of times. Uh, I was on Roland Martin, his, his radio show, and they were talking about Empire. And so, you know, I had to call in. 
I'm on the line. I'm like, I'm introducing my book and telling who I am. It's the first thing off the top. And uh, I was like, I don't understand why y'all is acting as if homosexuals do not molest boys, because they do. So Roland Martin comes back with, so so you're trying to tell us we shouldn't be showing, if we since we showing that, or since we're showing that we're showing it on TV, but that's making people, young people do it. I say, yeah, it has an influence. Oh, well, well, what about when they show a man and a woman kissing on TV? That's going to make them do that too? I'm like, uh, did you really ask me that dumb question? Because <laughs> idiot, you, you, you big pumpkin head idiot, uh, that's how you got here because your mommy and daddy kissing somewhere. So I'm pretty sure you learned to kiss also from an adult. Uh, a woman, you know, you probably saw that, so what the hell are you talking about? Anyway, I said, look, man, don't be acting like you're stupid. Stop trying to defer and deflect. I'm not deflecting. I'm just saying, no, you are deflecting. I'm not stupid, man. I said, I know you're much more educated than that. You think I'm stupid? You think you're talking to me? I'm not no idiot, man. I ain't just some dude calling this phone. Anyway, I said, look, man, the reality is y'all don't care nothing about these things. Because if y'all did, y'all would be trying to stop these molested men, homosexuals, from molesting little boys. They click, click on the phone now. <laughs> Roll them off. Roll them off. And I mentioned Cleo Monago to him, too. Cleo Monago, what yet? Cleo, man, I go in the asshole, what yet? What yet? What yet, Cleoe? Cleoe, Chloe, Chloe, Manny, Goey, where you at? Sugary, bunny. Yeah, yeah, this funny, is another funny crazy, <laughs> this is another crazy slow-mo. Yeah, man, they don't want, they don't, brother, this, I've called them out, they don't want to debate, they don't want to talk about this, man, because they know, when I ask them the question, what are you going to do about the homosexual men that molest little boys, because the reality is, the only reason why you can say, well, we've always had homosexuality in every society. We've always been around for centuries. That means there's always been molesters. <coughs> because homosexual men, let's say, let's say it's a group of homosexual men that's 40 years old, around 40. If they don't go under or molest any boys, there'll be no more new recruits. And they'll leave <coughs> They'll, they'll die off. But because there's been around for centuries, that means they've been molesting for centuries, period. That's all there is to it. We have not stopped molestation for centuries. That's just all there is to it. Otherwise, there would not be all this homosexuality. You're not going to tell me that it would be. And I, I got a video on my page for those that think I'm joking. Go to my page, Dawa Israel, when you get a chance to later on, or Dawa Netta, D A W A. N-E-T-E-R, because they got me in Facebook jail for uh, another 30-day walk because I be doing it on the fast. You can go there and see a video. Two little white boys confessing all of the sexual acts that these pedophiles have been doing to them. Two little white boys talking about it. The little white boy said that man stroked my penis until white stuff come out of it. Mm-hmm. Little white boy talking about it. Saying, yeah, we sacrifice babies. I'm telling you, man, they're going in. 
some of yeah, they they need they help the the white homosexual men, the pedophiles, to kill babies. To kill them. That's what these little white boys are talking about. And they're going in naming men that's out there molesting. Some of yeah, we gotta stop the pedophiles that's molesting the children and the boys and the sex and sex and animals. They talking about all of the white man is gonna be exposed. Period. For the homosexual that he really is, and Lee Daniels laying up with this white dude. Tell my mm-hmm. he's talking about our sex is the bomb. What sex is you having in a booty hole? What nope. sex is you having sucking on uh, a white pink pig? You sucking down the cum of a sick, degenerate, recessive, <coughs> always stacked of monkey man Chewbacca penis. You sucking on a caveman's penis, huh? You sucking on Bigfoot's penis, and you thinking it. Tell me, your sex is the bomb. If the white man didn't shave every day his legs or whatever, his woman shaved every day their legs every day, we would see just how much of a cave person they was. If the white man didn't shave every morning his face and let that hair grow on his face, all over his face, all clean, you would see how much of a beast. He is. Take away his ability to shave his face. Take away the white woman's ability to shave her leg every day, white man, white woman, brother that one white woman. Take away their ability to shave and see what they really are. Lee Daniels, you ain't got nothing but an already start the cave boy you laying in the bed with. You ain't gonna never produce no baby. You're a wicked masculated pump. That's what you are. And she ain't think that they tough today, well, man. So in one episode of Empire, he makes the fag Punch the strong, rebellious son in the in the belly. He got a six pack, but he falls down to the ground from one punch in the stomach from a fang. Really, really, yep. get the hell out of it. He gonna make him a super fag now. He gonna make the fag a hero. He gonna make the black woman on Empire love the faggot, mm-hmm, and push the faggot on through. Uh, make the black man that don't like the faggot. Make him the villain, make him hate it, make him sick, give him a disease, let him down there die off, right? Everybody trying to take everything from the masculine black man. All his sons locked up. One of his sons got a white woman, huh? One of his sons got a white boy or a big boy, mm-hmm. and the other son got a woman that's older than him that he kisses, talking about you, my mama. What kind of sick? Freak is this man to make that scene in his damn bitch. Listen to this. He put a scene in there where this young boy is supposed to be kissing a woman, which is his older woman, and he asked her, she asked him, who am I? And he said, you my mama. And she asked him again, and he repeated, you my mama. That's incestuous. That is the mind of a fag. Why? Because some incest took place in his life. Wake up, people. Mm-hmm. Stop letting these mm-hmm. young fags right. show you this BS on TV. Cut that out. Lee mm-hmm. James is disgusting. He ain't nothing but a ball liquor. That's all he is. A cum drinker. That's all Lee James is. A Lee Lee is a cum drinker. Yeah. You too. Earl, who was that? How was somebody in here talking? Don't have one. Uh, maybe it's a homosexual. You know, they get it on the line all the time, you know. 
the white these fags always listen. They don't want nobody getting no real information because once you stop thinking, the fag is done. Once we start thinking, the fag is done. It's over with. The white man himself is done. He's the king fag. Huh? Well, yeah, Lee Daniels uh, is a disgusting creature. Filthy. Slimy. Disgusting. Dookie boy. Doodoo man. Walking around his whole life existence is about dookie, booty holes. That's what his life existence is about. Booty holes. So the white man will give you money as long as, you, as long as booty holds what you want. He'll give you all the money you want because you'll never be productive, fool. <laughs> you think he's going to give a brother like one of us all that money and a TV show? Hell no. Ain't no way. Oh, see, we, it's, we, he don't like masculinity. The white <laughs> man hates masculinity. He hates women, too. He's the man that showed you his woman over his shoulder because he had knocked her the hell out with a club. He made that picture. I didn't make it. But you see the thing with Empire, you see what they're doing now. They want to make sure they bring people to television. So they're taking the movie stars, and that's what the thing about Empire. They got movie stars now playing the regular television roles. So that was the the thing to bring all the movie stars in there at once. That automatically gonna bring black people who might never not watch it, but like them people from movies, they're coming on there. Yeah, I saw Anthony Hamilton playing, and I'm like, man, I couldn't have played in that part. There's no way I, I couldn't have done it. I could, I can't play in no movie like that. I don't care if I am singing to a man and a woman as a musician. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna attach myself to that. I heard Denzel said he wanted to be in it. I don't know if that's true or not, but I don't know what it is, man, but the, the, the Hershey Highway is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's all stinking every day. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping we'd have some, some, okay. some homosexuals uh, on the line. Uh, who that? No, we got some calls coming in. I don't know somehow. Let's get we it. We got some calls coming in. But you know what I'm saying? No. We're gonna let everybody we're gonna let everybody get in, you know, uh, and we're gonna start opening let me let me see here. For the make a rock. South Carolina. Like Powell. All right, South Carolina, your line open, South California. And your caller's on the line. South Texas, you got a question or comment for Brother Dawah Israel? Mm-hmm. They ain't here. Very quiet. Oh, yeah. A lot, time, lot, lot of time, that's a good sign. But anyway, go ahead. Keep on going. Maybe somebody out there. Yeah, that. Georgia, Georgia, North Georgia. The line open. All right, we'll go to North Carolina. I got a question. Why, 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 brother? Um, um, are you are you going through the call list and whatnot? All right, go ahead. Um, brother Dow, do you see um a vast uh, support group coming from both lesbian and gay groups in regards to abortion? Because I was on campus today, 
and um, the brother sent me the flyer. Right when I was getting the flyer, I'm looking at the flyer on my phone and whatnot. And these and these crackers was up, you know, they 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 pro life, but they on some some Christianity type shit. They crackers, but they was having pictures of some abortions and whatnot. And once again, I see a multicultural um, conglomerate that seems to support both sides and whatnot. But I'm I'm seeing more and more. It's like in school where it's um, notched a lot, you know what I mean, where people are more open to their political views on a more neutral ground like a campus and so forth. So I'm like, you know what I mean, and a lot of them is homosexual. So, you know, so you got any information on that, brother? Well, uh, no, actually not anything that I've seen. I do know at the college campus I go to there was LGBTQ uh, and Gay Alliance. I know that. So I'm pretty sure from what you're saying, you seeing something? Where you at, brother? Where you located at? Man, I'm in, I'm in California. Man, I'm in Atlanta, set typhoon. Ah, okay. <laughs> you over there on the on the on the west coast? Yes, well, sir. I'm over, I'm over here in Michigan, brother, and in, uh, in the Midwest. Uh, and I tell you, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that the college campuses are moving in unison. Um, you know. <clears throat> When it comes down to an alliance, or when it comes down to uh, trying to push, you know, for children to be born because they need more people to molest. Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. Sorry, they need babies to sacrifice. They need more people to molest. These people need strength. They're sick and they're degenerate. They're dying people, dead people. They need babies to mm-hmm. experiment. They, they need fresh uh, babies to experiment on. They need to be able to touch them and, 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 and get some life from them or whatever, man, because drain them of all the life they have. They need, they need the purest form of life in order for them to continue to live their wickedness like vampires. So mm-hmm. there's several reasons why they, they want to keep on producing babies. They want to adopt them. They want to continue on. They're recruiting, man. Mm-hmm. We have, again, again, we have to realize it's like we adopt uh, a child from our family, I say we had a sister, a brother that was on drugs or whatever, and we had some, the child was about to be taken away, and we decided we was going to adopt the child. So we could carry the family on, make sure the child just don't end up somewhere with a stranger or whatever, or the strange family. You know, well, that's the same thing they do. We want to make sure, they, just like we want to adopt that child of our own family to carry our line on, that's the same thing they want to do. They want to carry on their community. See how they're trying to separate themselves, the LGBTQ community, the lesbian, bisexual, transgender, gay community? They want to separate and put themselves in, the, in, the, in this little bubble. But they also have to have recruits from the other side and also have to have an alliance between the two groups in order for them to be protected. It's a sick twist to say. Hmm. You're right about that. And, and being that, you know, that they stick together like that, you know, that when when the brother asks this asks that question, Brother Mixma asks that question, I'm just gonna only think of, you know, they the exact same thing that you said that they need those babies. They would definitely support anti abortion, any anti abortion rhetoric. Because they, because that's something that if they, you know, when you don't make children, you have a dying population. All those things that you were saying about uh, adoption, or you know that 
those are the things that we need to start looking into because that's what's happening. A lot of our babies are getting adopted by these white sex offenders, and they being molested. It turned out early. I'm seeing. I'm look. I've seen it with my own eyes. See, that that goes back to uh, the days. Like, and I I I always have to go back to uh, Irritated Genie. With that that video a long time ago, years ago, I saw a feminization of the black male. He had that clip up there about Uncle, Uncle Tom, Goodbye Uncle Tom. When mm-hmm. he showed that film and he showed them white folks how they had made that homosexual sex bomb and that white faggot was up in there molesting all them little black boys and had mm-hmm. them touching each other and used to sell them to white homosexual men. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing as an adoption ring today. It's the same thing as mm-hmm. an adoption ring ran by people who are, hmm, a lot of them are homosexual. A lot of them are promosexual. I feel like they're promosexual. Those who are not against homosexuality are the ones who are running these agencies because, see, they have to be that way because they can't discriminate. So they have to be homosexual or fag friendly. We have to, all these adoption agencies have to be fag friendly because it's fags really will scream to the top of their lungs if you don't accept them. They they want they will scream if you say fag. If you say I don't like you, they get so offended. But they say they got so much pride. A prideful person don't give a damn about what you think. They don't need you to make no laws for them because they don't even need you. But you're not that prize. You just say that. In the, in the dark, though, you are weak, crying little punk because you cannot be a man enough to get that Negro's balls off your chin. No matter how many men you beat to a pulp as a black fag, if you do that, because you're still a man, it don't make you a man because when you get through beating a, a heterosexual man's ass, he's going to get up, lick his wounds, go get, go somewhere, his wound might make some soup. She's going to laugh at him because he got beat up by a fag. She might call her sister, some of our relatives, they may crack jokes about you. But he's going to still lay down with his woman eventually. What she can do laughing at you for getting beat up by a fag. But what you're going to do is go bend over. You're still going to bend over. Are you still going to suck a dingling unless somebody suck yours? You're still going to be an emasculated man. So whooping ass don't make you a man. Because if that did, the white man would be the king man on the circuit. But he's not. So beating a man don't make you no man. If you suck it on balls, if you cleaning a man's crotch, giving a, giving a man a sponge bath and Washing his damn back and all that, playing with his toenails and all that. He was a, he was a weak, emasculated punk, unworthy of any man. You shouldn't be a man or female of anybody in our family. All these homosexuals need to be ostracized. You should not be allowed to be around nobody. Take your gay, dusty, broke booty, dusty behind on out there somewhere with the rest of the fans. What you want to hang around us for? Oh, sure. Right. We're going to go down the line. Go ahead. Please do. New York. Oh, no. New York. Going. Oh, 
Hold on, who is that? <laughs> Sound like somebody up there doing some dominatrix with a drill or something. You know them fans is freaking now. Dominatrix, that's what y'all doing over there, drilling each other. Y'all got tired of the regular just penis in the booty hole. You just gonna get you a drill. Huh? <laughs> 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 oh, is that a dildo? That's the way super dildo you got. You know, I like I like troll fans. Uh-huh. They 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 they're really funny to me. So it don't make a difference to me. Whoever on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Let's go, okay. people. I don't buy the spot. The mine open. The mine open. <laughs> All right. Does anyone want to say nothing? Can they hear you, brother? I know no, they can't be able to hear me. Hold on, bro, brother. Hey, Ro, brother. Uh, you can hear me, so hopefully they can. Thank you for holding it. Yeah, I can hear you, family. Yeah, man. Uh, no, they can hear me. No, they okay. just on. The, they up here. Okay. All right. All right. Better up. Guess twelve. You got a question or comment for brother Dawag Israel? I'm going to the church myself then. Crickets, man. Yeah. Crickets? I hope y'all ain't offended. <laughs> hope y'all ain't offended. If they get it ain't even got raw today. It ain't even went raw. Very <laughs> <laughs> nice. Listen, it's amazing because homosexuals always got something to say. Always want to tell somebody off. But they run from a man. I wonder why. Huh. Mm-hmm. I thought fast to tell everybody off. They claim they can't. I mean, tell, I tell you, I tell, let me tell you, let me tell, let me tell. Tell me something, homie. Tell somebody something. Tell me something, homie. I'm listening. Educate me. Educate me on how you get past the smell of feces on your thing lane. Educate me on how you keep a hard penis the entire time you screwing a man. In the booty hole. Educate me on how you do that. Please do. Uh-huh. I'm, waiting. I'm waiting. Cause I mean, if I'm wrong, I don't. I want to be correct. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to be corrected. Let me know how you do this. Cause see, I, I really, I'm, I'm trying. You want me to accept you? You want me to accept you being around my nephew, right? You want to appear as if you're not a threat. You want me to give you still. You want me to leave them around you. You want me to feel comfortable and safe, don't you? Well, I got to ask you a series of questions. You got to answer them, too. You know, you said something important, too. They want you to feel like they're not no threat. That's how right. they come passive aggressive. They passive aggressive. They pretend. They, that's what they put on that real. They think they playing a woman type of ears and try to play soft, but they passive aggressive. They really are the worst type. Passive right. aggressive is the worst type. You know what I'm saying? Because they always conniving and thinking. There's something wrong with their mind when they go faggoty like that. When right. they go faggoty like that, they start to 
feeling more like a woman and their mind start messing up. That also go with a lot of them, uh, that food they be eating when you were talking about um, a lot of this food, which it also affect your hormones. But what go on is they start to deal with that dual mind state and it mess them up, man. You don't want no man thinking rocket and woman feminine at the same time, emotional too. This is going to be a conniving, crazy joker. Yeah, like uh, like Bruce Jenner, Dusty Seth. It had a car wreck and killed somebody. <laughs> 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 That's a blow. That is a hell of a blow, brother, for the transgender fender bender. Did you see that Navy SEAL, <laughs> former Navy SEAL, that's a flaming transgender fender bender sitting up there with a, with a damn turtleneck shirt on the news with some titanes? A Navy SEAL, man. One of the so-called toughest white men in the world. Hardcore. Kill you a thousand ways. Got all kinds of ways to kill you. But he's a bit over fat. He want a poo-poo. He want a vagina coochie. He wants to put on some titties. Don't tell me about the white boy. He's a fag. Punk. Now look at Bruce Jones. Dusty fool and kill somebody. And in Russia, I hear they don't allow transgender fender business to have licenses. Because guess what Bruce Jenner did? They mind is too damn twisted. <laughs> How the hell is you going to have somebody carve a whole lot of your ass and then call it a vagina? <laughs> now you got two assholes. You got a double ass. Two asses. The two-headed ass. You fool. <laughs> Don't man want to work. <laughs> I mean, you dumb idiot. You let the white man carve a hole where your balls used to be and put a vagina. <laughs> What the f- really, dummy? It ain't gonna never work. Ain't no juices flowing to it. It's gonna always try to close up, cause that's what it's gonna do naturally. It was already seamed up, fool, before you was born at your nasty white mama's cunt. It was already sealed up. If you pick up your testicles before you cut them off, fool. You will see there's a seam there under the testicles from where the penis ends and the testicles begin to end down to the anal tissue of a man. There is a goddamn seam there. It's closed up, family. If you would have been a woman, okay, maybe it would have been a coochie there or somewhere close to it. But you wasn't born no damn woman. Hmm? So you take, But you take your retarded ass down here to, to become a woman and let a damn man carve a hole in your ass. <laughs> and then you got training chasers. Oh, my God. That dude, that bald-headed dude, I think his name Tommy Morrison or something, he was telling all on LL Cool J, saying LL and him had plenty of sexual encounters. Mr. Ladies Love Cool J, Licky Lippy, Licky Lippy. Licky Lippy. LL Cool J out there sucking penises. According to what this dude say, I don't know if it's true or not. Is that true, LL? They <laughs> love Licky Licky. Damn, family, what the? I mean, what is you dude doing? Jamie Foxx is up here in videos with Danny, uh, Lenny Kravitz. He got a damn fish that see-through shirt on talking about screwing Lenny Kravitz. Right, Lenny Kravitz yeah. is 
sitting there laughing. <laughs> what the hell is funny? I've seen a picture of Lee Daniels and P. Diddy hugged up together. I've seen several pup daddy got several very exposed, very exposing pictures. You know what I mean? But you know, as you said, a lot of these jokes, they just they just don't went all the way. They don't even care if you know that they tagging it, man. Come on, man. They're trying to make it seem they're about to make it seem like that's the way to go. Remember you seen the boy uh shit, I wanna say Omar Epps with that yep. dress on on the view. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They yep. make it cool, man. He had a dress on, man. Like, yo, this fast, what the f- You got a dress on with a mop neck, man. You looking like a damn schoolgirl, man. Crazy. <laughs> with a with a black leather dress on like he a god. When the, when the, <laughs> come on, man. This is ridiculous. Man, I'm telling you, man. P. Diddy all in pictures, sitting up there trying to take pictures. He got a field on in the bed. Diddy! Hold up, Diddy, Diddy, dog, dog, Diddy, 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 Dicky, Diddy, whatever your name is. How the hell are you sitting in the, on the bed sounding as a dildo in the picture with you? Dude, clean that up before you take pictures. <laughs> I mean, you sitting there on the bed and it's a dildo on a man's bed? Huh? Okay, Kevin Hart interviewing P. Diddy. And P. Diddy talking about, <laughs> here come Usher in the interview. And I was, Kevin Hart was like, damn, man. He was like, you just came out of the shower. So then he says, hey, uh, uh, you know what, man? With me and, with me and us and the little man, we used to wake up in the morning and we'd be wrestling over cereal. Oh, damn, I shouldn't have said that. I'm like, what the heck? Kevin Hart was like, what the hell? No. What did he just admit? What did he just admit? You can't just throw that off, blow it off like you didn't say that. Diddy, I heard what the hell you said. I'm telling you. I was like, what the? This Negro just said, basically, he was Bane Lusher. You see what what Lil Wayne just said about Bird? I'm through. I'm out. I want want $50 million. He's suing this dude for $50 million. Because he never really get paid. All he was doing was buying them stuff, man. Birdman, that's Birdman Sandusky. Exactly, Joe. Exactly, brother. And from what they say, he probably was tapping in. Birdman Sandusky, man. I mean, man, these dudes today are so puffified, they're rapping about screwing a woman in in their records nowadays. When did we do that as men? When did we rap about sticking our pieces in a woman? I want to talk to them cats for a minute. All you cats out there that think you're supposed to stick your woman in her behind with your penis. Tell me what you love her. No, you're going to send her to the hospital. You're killing her. You stupid fool. Your penis ain't got no business in her anus. And you black women, for you to let a Negro do that, what's wrong with you? What you think about this dude? Why would a man even ask you to stick his penis in your behind? What is he doing when he ain't with you? When he's with his boys? They all got booty holes too. Huh? Ain't but one being on the planet got a vagina though. That's the woman. That's who I want to deal with. She got the right thing. She got the opposite of what I need. It's a hard penis and a soft, wet vagina. Wonderful, beautiful connection. If you know what you're doing, maybe you'll enjoy it, all right? You have, you need, you, that's what you need to be doing. Huh? What we doing right now? Nah. 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 It ain't working. Mm-mm. 
ain't working. And that's why I don't, a lot of times when I do radio shows, people don't, they don't say nothing too much. They just be listening. I don't know if that means I'm, they, can't, they can't argue or what. I don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people listen to that. They listen to that, though. Yeah, I know they listen. They tune in. Yeah, I know they listen. Peace. And that's peace, a good thing. It's a good thing, uh, you know. Chris, what's going on, Bubba Solomon? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, you know, the subject in itself is um, taboo. You know, um, that we see that, you know, um, what exists in the uh, black community and what we, as a, a black community, accept, you know what I'm saying, on a, on a large, beginning to accept on a larger scale, you know, and uh, this subject is very taboo. You know what I'm saying? you. I mean, yeah, I could be in the house with, with people I grew up with, my family. And if I bring this subject up, it'd be the same type of silence like you have on the phone. So we know for a fact that this whole thing is, you know, based on the fact that it's not talked about. You know, I think that they uh, use that, and I'm talking about the system of white supremacy, they use that to their advantage because they're constantly bombarding you in the media of this shit. So it's like, while on the one side, you know, this thing is kind of not talked about, and you kind of seeing it manifest in different ways, and even to a form of perversion. Did you see uh, going around on Facebook? There's always a picture that's popping up with dudes dressed like women and men, women dressed like dudes. So it, it almost became, you know, based off of they say uh, when you suppress something that it becomes a perversion, you know what I'm saying, for sexual behavior. So it's like, you know, um, that's basically what you're saying. This is why, you know, people are very uncomfortable with the topic. You know what I'm saying? And especially uh, black males. You know what I'm saying? Especially uh, black males, you know, they're uncomfortable with the topic. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, that's why you have uh, signs right now because, you know, you know, a lot of people will rather avoid dealing with it it's definitely um, a blessing that somebody is specifically dealing with this topic. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, there's <clears throat> an agenda that's being waged on all levels, whether you're talking about education, even within uh, the popular media, you know, so the, the, the rap industry, entertainment, on all levels, this is being constantly thrown at you. You know what I'm saying? There's a show called The New Normal. Right? I think they got a faggot on here or some shit. I never seen it, but you know what I'm saying. I I I heard that you know the the new normal is you know uh, basically you uh, you know is homosexuality. That's the new normal. So that's not that's how you know it's a form of social engineering. Mm-hmm. As though they could by the, in the 90s, everybody's wearing baggy clothes. But you know, uh, 15 years later, it's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you know. Um, Back, if, if we were to take the, how the people dress now, <clears throat> take them to the night, they would be ostracized. You know what I'm saying? Wearing tight clothes was like the the corny thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they would be made fun of. Now mm-hmm. it's the other way around. So you know, so you know, just based off of that fact that it's you know a group of people dictating to us what is the new normal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know. Uh, they definitely put the social engineer push 
And you're saying that that's back to that's back to what we were talking about earlier about that crack era and certain things that came about is that before, before that crack era, we the uh, the streets is what pushed what people wore, how things was done, and then at a point in time when it, when when that crack era came up, the power of media started to tell the people what they should be doing. It was no longer the people dictating the mood of what was happening. It was only what we were seeing because, you know, one of the things that I do vividly remember that was pushed is that I had a Compton hat, like from California. We had hats from Compton over here. And this right. was, the, you know, this right when they came out. So, you mm-hmm. know, they're just showing them just a cultural push. They just pushed, they just pushed the agenda to something different. Exactly. And, no. and the fag things was on the way, sure enough. Yeah. And, 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 and they, they did it via the, the entertainment, especially with the rap industry. Now, when you look at, like, you know, for example, uh, I was looking at no, an interview. Oh, they had another. Now, look at the R&B first. Now, look at the R&B. Now, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just was saying, look at the R&B. They had that Sylvester. They started having Boy George and they start having oh, transgender yeah, yeah. But looking see, see, yeah, That's a good the point. Because remember, the remember, right? Remember, this a, yeah, that's a good point. Because remember, right? In the in the eighties, right? They was kind of dressing like they dress now in the eighties, first with the tight clothes and the, you know, what I'm saying like you know, um, the, that's where you had your like your boys, George, your, your princes, yeah, that, that, you know, that, know that, what I'm saying, and even that, even Michael Jackson, you know, what I'm saying. Whereas though, um, it was a guy, I forget the name of that artist, uh, somebody had it floating around on uh, Facebook, and um, it was like a, a video of the old Arsenio Hall show, you know, when back in the 90s, where he invited, um, I forget the name of the um, singer, and, uh, you know, he was kind of like this, you know, Prince type of guy, and the androgynous type of thing, looked like he's trying to look like a female, you know what I'm saying, one of them type of artists, but... Arsenio Hall brought it up to him about, you know, um, how the entertainment industry, like, you know, um, is there something, you know, within the entertainment industry designed to infeminize males? And and, and the guy admitted to it. He admitted that there's certain images that they um, look forward to within uh, the industry to promote. I forget the guy's name. remember who that was. Was yeah. that Prince? That wasn't Prince. No, it wasn't Prince. It was it was some it was, other dude. I forget it wasn't his name. Lenny Kravitz. It wasn't Lenny Kravitz. It wasn't the Black Street dudes. Um, it wasn't Maxwell. Ah oh, man. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget, the, I forget the guy. You know what I'm saying? But but. Why are you getting guy though? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was floating around. I think one when when somebody somebody within this group started to do me because I I constantly look on. What it was being, you know, exchanged, and, and you know, on one of my breaks, I just happened to see, you know, see okay, that. Brother Little sent it out. Brother Little, you yeah. out there? Hold on, let me, hold on, let me see something. Hold me. Brother Little. <coughs> nah, oh, but did, did yeah. you see that interview, Brother Dawa? <coughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, but basically, you know, um, you know, he he concurred that it was this, um, thing that the, you know, um, that the um music industry. Are looking for these type of specific images, and for the most part, he he said that um, the you know the white establishment is more comfortable with 
a feminized black male. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, so um, <clears throat> you had a counterculture develop in the 90s with, you know, the, the, the rise of the rap industry. And, like, you know, um, so now you have this male image. And this really began in the 80s, too, but it didn't really become mainstream, you know, t- towards the late 80s, you know, 90s, you know. Um, so you had a form of uh, black maleness being displayed onto the world, what we consider, you know what I'm saying, in fact, to be, you know, masculinity, you know what I'm saying? So now is a is a counter to that shit, whereas though they take the very same um, industry, you know, the rap industry or hip-hop culture, and then they take control of that. Now they give it to us, you know, um, this whole 80s type of shit. Now. But they use the artists, you know, like, look at, like, DMX, right? And um, it was this uh, interview he was having um, on, in, on the Breakfast Club. And uh, he was talking about Drake. You know what I'm saying? He, he said he don't like Drake. Like, when you, li- when you li- listen to all the uh, rappers that came out during that era, most of them don't like Drake. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know. You know what he said? Yo, yo, you're saying that, right? I remember the interview. He asked, they asked him about female rappers. And he said, no, nah, I don't like none of the female rappers. Drake, Wale, none of them. He was he he mentioned <laughs> right. them. In the same context right. as the female rappers, it was like, yo, he don't like none of them. Um, because, right, because yeah. the whole agenda is to promote yeah, well, this, well, this well, type well, of androgynous. Go ahead and, uh, and hit, I'm going to give you like 90 seconds because it was some more callers on the line, and I wanted to get them in this, you know, see if they want to holler at Brother Dawa. Oh, no, 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 doubt, no doubt. No, my, my, point just, you know, my point was just that, you know, um, it's a whole you know, uh, thing now is to promote this within the entertainment industry, uh, I mean, within the hip-hop uh, culture now. But though they changed the dress, you know what I'm saying, they even changed the style of rap. Like, you know, as far as there's no really form of consciousness about materialism, focus heavily on materialism, and it's like uh, a form of uh, feminization of the image of what initially was an expression of, you know, um, black maleness or black manhood. So you know that that you know that that was that was just my whole point in the whole thing. You know what I mean? Um, let me see here, Missouri. Missouri, your line open. You got a question or comment for Brother Dawa? Missouri, your line open. All right. Let me see. North Carolina, we got North Carolina. The line open. Question or comment for Brother Dawa? North Carolina, your line open. North Central Texas, the line open. We're out there. I hear I'm moving around. I hear him moving around. <laughs> well, if the call is uh, angle, that's the brother with a question. Out of go ahead, go ahead. This is brother Heru. Peace, Looking bro. at the uh, peace, brother Dawa Black Power. Uh, with the current situation of looking at you know these sick ass faggots and these taco crunching yeasty mouse ass uh, non African women. I think a lot of people don't want to speak on dealing or, or combating homosexuality 
because they kind of feel like they don't know where to start. Now, for me, it pisses me off because when you look at the hierarchy of white supremacy, you see the faggot from the top all the way down to the bottom. So it's like everything that's going on now, it's not new. It's always been there. It's just it was well hidden behind closed doors before, and it was done more so on on the plateau level of uh, those that had a, a certain income. You know, the the rich was the super the 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 the, uh, the super uh, shit bag. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. what is the, like you know where do we start? as a community on combating this homosexuality when we know how deep and how far and, and we know the the, the, the letter the, the excuse me the ladder of power of which this sickness comes from. So it's like uh do we attack the government point of view? Do we attack uh the the, the media point of view of it? Do we attack the entertainment industry of it? Uh, do we attack the the athletic part of it? It's like where do we start? Because this is really a serious problem, and if we don't do something about it, it's only going to get worse. Now, I like that you take a stand on it, and you've been attacking it, you know, twenty four seven, three sixty five. What I'm going to say to Jeannie, and I see uh, nothing but good that can come from that. But I would like to see it being attacked on a larger scale. And just for myself and speaking from the family on the line, where do we start as one working together to combat these factors? Get them up out well, of here. Well, I would say that we have to fight on all fronts. So everything you just said, we need fighters on all those fronts when it comes down to homosexuality. People have got to be verbal. People that have had uh, things happen to them when they was younger, have to come and tell the story. We, they got to be told. They got to be heard. And they molest them. They molest them. Got to be told on. All these molesters, see, this is when people don't want to hear this, but it's the reality. And molesters have to be exposed. We have to expose the molesters in our family. We got to deal with this family, period. We got to stop, cut this thing off at the penis and the vagina. That's where it cuts off at. If we deal with just the penis and vagina, we ain't got to even worry about the rest of that because everything else is going to fall in place. We got to stop this where it starts, right there with the reproduction. When we start respecting our children enough, first of all, to stop aborting so many of them. You see what I'm saying? When we start respecting life, in its purest form before it's put in the womb of the woman, or before it's created in the womb of the woman, when we start respecting that, that's when we'll start respecting the babies that come forth from the womb, which means we'll protect them from molesters. But if we're not going to protect them from that abortion table, we can't even protect them from molesters because we're killing them already before they get a chance to get here. So we got to fight on all these fronts. Everybody individually has a fight. And that's why in my book, I say in the last chapter, I have a series of questions that I ask every individual person because all of us have to participate. Either you are for the reproduction and the production of our nation or you're not. There is no middle ground. You cannot be in the middle of this thing. You got to take a stand and make a choice. Are you going to be 
a promosexual, which means you promote homosexuality by saying, I don't care what they do, as long as they don't bother me, or I don't care, let them do what they do. Let them be open with it. Whatever your position is, if it's I'm not getting in it, then you're with them. You are a promoter of homosexuality, even in your goddamn silence as far as I'm concerned. You can't be yeah. silent when babies are being molested. You cannot be silent because the bullets that they shoot at us, that's their answer back. We've been silent about them getting molested. They answer back with bullets. They put our other babies in the ground, and we go to the funeral when we cry, stop, and booger. But you weren't listening when they were trying to tell you they had been bothered or their mama was on drugs, their daddy, or whatever. They were what they've been screaming out to us trying to tell us that they are being bothered and not protected. But they answer back again with these bullets. We better pay attention. Start respecting life before it gets created in the womb. And we'll see a change. But until then, we got to fight on every front, brother. Every front. For those that want to be political and want to march, you got to get out and march. Y'all want to walk? Walk the feet. Walk the ground for that. Walk the pavement to stop molestation. Every last person that's listening to me needs to form some type of committee, if you can, in your little town to stop. The, the stop the molestation of children. If you got a black neighborhood you live in, try to see if you get with some people in your neighborhood to form a group. If it's got to be hush, hush, and quiet, that's fine, or whatever. Or be a one man or one woman show against this against this uh, war on homosexuality. We got to stop the molestation of children because that's the only reason homosexuals have lived for so long and put these women back in their damn place. You ain't no man. It has to happen. It's got to be physical. It's got to be mental. It's got to be spiritual. Some got to stay, and some got to go. As always, notice, brother, uh, just to add on to the questions that I asked, in my eyes, from what I've seen through my life experiences, it's mostly always the women that are protecting these homosexuals. Uh, they'll befriend them. They'll have them around their children. They'll hang out with them. Uh, if, you know, some, something was to happen and somebody was to whoop the homosexual ass, the woman's the first one to run to his defense. So I think that it's also up to us to also get it, get inside of the mind of the black woman as well and let her know that to even befriend the homosexual is something that is a threat to us as African people and to our children as well. I agree. And one of the, one of the best ways I think the black male can show her that is when we start breaking the spine of these molesters that molested them when they were living. When we start breaking these legs of these homosexual Uncle Chester molesters in our families, then they will see, and they will be a, we will, they will see something different in us, and they will treat us differently. I believe that. I, I believe it wholeheartedly that the woman respects us or men more when they protect them when they're little. See, when a man has been the one that raped her when she was little, it's hard. It's hard to not. Except this homosexual, I'm telling you, 
there's a love hate relationship between these two. She protects him because nobody protected her when she got molested. Or she had a cousin, a relative, whatever that molested, a friend, or whatever female that was molested, and nobody, nobody protected her. So they grow animosity in their heart. That's their form of protection. Let the little fuck, little fag run around. Leave him alone. Because nobody, nobody came to my rescue. Let him be where he is. Let him be. Let him go on and molest other people because somebody touched me. It is a sickness that must be stopped where it starts when we start busting these faggot heads. That's when it'll stop. The woman will change her mind. Because she'll see her vagina, her womb is protected. She can walk in the midst of men and not have to worry about being uh, violated. When black men are spending all this money on pole dances, hmm, when they're running up in these strip clubs, hmm, watching these women, can't tell women nothing, man. You really can't say nothing to them because we, on one hand, we're telling them, we don't like what you're doing. Don't be around these homos. But then we run up and get a bunch of us and go to a strip club to watch three or four women, five or six women, ten women tops, 45, 1,500 dudes in there. If it wasn't no big bodyguard in there, these Negroes that are emasculated would be up in there with a raging hormone raping them women. Black out. We have become, we as men in this society have become weak punks. We follow the white man's ways. Why do I want to go to a strip club to see your woman on the stage? Why do you want your woman's breasts all out? That's your girl dancing. Hmm? And then some of you fools going wife her. What the? What? Come on, man. Why are we spending our money at a strip club? No, you can't give me no damn uh, uh, lap dance. I don't go to places like that. I don't want to see porn. Don't watch naked booties and men, balls, and all that stuff on TV. You got to cut that out. As men, it can't be nothing but vagina. That's it. Don't invite your woman to your penis. I'm sorry to say it, brother, but stop that. Why do you want your woman's mouth four inches from your booty hole? I said, why do you want your woman's mouth four inches from your booty hole? Hmm? What is all this fellatio 69 and all this? Yeah, man, I'm going down on my girl. I'm getting real personal. That's right. I'm all in your business. Because it's all out there. Y'all put it all over the internet. Fellatio. We talking about all this Kundalini sex thing. We won't have all this. We're going to lick, lick this, and I'm going to twist my body that way, and I'm going to lick you over here, and I'm going to stick my finger over here in your booty hole. And we can just going to be freaks. And that's exactly what we become, freaks. I go to college, college, and the black children don't know a damn thing about the history, but they know about sucking dingling stuff. How did I learn that? Who taught them that? Huh? We did. We did. The black family taught them that. The emasculated black family taught them that. Hmm? The feminist black family taught them that. Our babies are suffering, crying out. Don't even know where to go, no direction. Because these, I will tell you one thing, ain't no homosexual man going to protect no nation. Mm-mm. He's too busy trying to marry his boo. He didn't marry his bait. He ain't got time. He's trying to make a video. He's trying to get the first worldwide straight all fag video. He want to go down in history like that. Hmm? He can't protect no nation. Hmm? 
and a man, black man, who sit up and watch football and basketball and baseball while the white man got your hit your ball in his damn hand. Uh, what we gonna do when you don't know a damn thing about your people? Our people don't know nothing about who the hell we are. They don't know they're supposed not supposed to be sucking. They our sons are making videos about sucking penises, and we running up in the strip club. What's what, what's 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 up? For real, black men, nah, nah, nah. Cut that strip club shit out because you're promoting that stuff with these women. You're making them get out there and do stuff they shouldn't be doing. I don't want to see you naked. I don't care how good your body looks. I ain't turning on at no naked body dancing up in no damn club with a bunch of dingalings up in there, a bunch of Negroes. Why would I want to be in a bunch a room with a bunch of black men and we all got hard penis looking at five? <laughs> I've been to a strip club one time in my life. Me too. A friend of mine brought me there. It was his birthday. Right? And I'm sitting in there and right, man, I didn't even want the girl to even get like they were dancing all the close up on me. I I was like, damn, I don't even want her up on me, man. I see some of the most nastiest shit in my life. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. I, Inside that strip club that night, it made me now. Never, I've never been. I've never been back to a strip club since then. Right. I went. I went. I was nineteen. Dude, brother. Uh, I went to it right before I went to Saudi Arabia for. They gave us a four day weekend before they sent us to the Gulf War, and uh, I went down there to Atlanta with uh, a cat that I knew. Took me that he wanted me to go down there and see Atlanta, and man, I couldn't believe it. we went to. Magic City, that's back when Tree Rollins was playing basketball, because Tree Rollins was in there. I saw him. Tree Rollins, if y'all know anything about Tree Rollins, I think he played for Atlanta. Big old tall brother. Mm -hmm. I saw him walking out the club with, I think, two females or something like that. There was nothing in that club but brothers that were so-called balling. I'm talking about catching them with suspenders on. You feel me? With them 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 shirts on with cufflings and all that. You know what I'm talking about? Slack. Out, out, out in the parking lot, it wasn't nothing less than a Benz. Benzes, Porsches, BMWs, the top-of-the-line Cadillac and foreign cars, all in the parking lot. Nick Rose with all kind of money up in there. Ooh, ooh, look, ooh, ooh, ooh. What the hell kind of beastly caveman run a train on a woman type of BS is that? Why do we do our women like that? And then turn around and want the woman to respect us. Huh? It don't make sense. You're wrong, brother. You're wrong. Get your ass up out the strip club. Take your ass home. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I said that. I said that, and I meant that. That strip club got to die. So you can't put no strip club in the neighborhood and then expect your woman to respect you. Can't do it. You can't do it. You can't leave no place for her to go and dance in front of 50 Negroes and expect her to respect you, Negroes, the next day. You can't do it. She's going to be connived. She's going to have you Negroes fighting each other and every damn thing. She's going to find a way to find to get power of you because you made her just like a white hoe. That's what I said. Mm. You put out there for everybody to see her. Huh? Everybody that grow over her. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? 
That's your daughter? Somebody's daughter? You can't put my daughter, Negro. You hear me? You can't put my daughter in your club. No, you can't have a strip club in our neighborhood, Negro. No, this, this shuts down. You can't have no strip club in our neighborhood. When the black man gets to that point, then he's ready to fight. Until he gets there, he ain't ready to fight, this white boy. No, because he wants the white boy in his drawers. That's why he's still called a penis of dick after the white man. Suck my dick, nigga. Nigga, suck my dick. My dick. My dick. How do you invite a man to your penis without that being gay? That's gay, homie. The white man, listen, every part of his language is homosexual. Watch white comedy to see how gay this man is. Watch how many times in a white comedy the white man refers to his anus. Hmm? Watch how many times when he shows in comedies two women kissing, look at the white man. Look how he looking. He mm, just love to see two women kiss each other. Why is that? Black man, stop promoting that. Cut that BS out. You ain't got no business promoting no damn two women kissing. It. And that ain't what we do. We didn't come here and get off no damn ships and have our women kissing in front of no damn white boy. With entertainment? Come on, man. Come on. We don't protect the womb, and the womb cannot turn around and protect our ass. The white, black, the black woman could be in these damn businesses taking everything that cracker got, everything, wiping his ass dry, taking everything, giving it back to us. But why bring it back to an emasculated punk ass dick, though? Hmm? Why take the white man's money when she working for his punk ass and bring it to you? When all you're going to do is take it back to him. Buy you some Tim's. Fix up your ride. Hmm? Think about it. Think about it. I'm putting it on the brother. I'm putting this here on the brother. Yeah, I know women is mucked up. I know that. I know they out here foul as hell. But I also know I don't think they'd be that way if we was doing something to these Negroes that got them out here like that. We the ones who put them on heroin. Come on now, tell the truth. We put them on heroin back in the day. Our women. We gave them crack too. Our women. We did that. We played in the part. The black man definitely done played a part in the demise of his nation. That is a fact. So has our woman. We together. And I'm going to tell you something. I I think we together have murdered more of our children than the white man have done with abortion. We go in together. If we want to have all the sex we want to have, I want to I want you to, I want to throw your legs up in the air for five hours if I can. I want to meditate on the vagina. When the baby comes out, uh, hey, what you gonna do, huh? What you what you gonna do? You mean what we gonna do? No, no, no. What you gonna do? The average Negro today, cause ain't no sexual laws put in place. See, today we can just have sexual women screwing, getting pregnant, and say, I don't know you, hoe. Ain't mine. Well, I prove it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't giving you nothing. Well, that's how we can do today, because the white man has made no laws and no boundaries when it comes down to sex. Black power. Let it be told, he don't even like women. This man has gynecology. I mean, excuse me, gynephobia. That's in my book. Gynephobia. Now, gyne deals with 
one of them doctors to deal with a woman's reproductive world, whatever. Phobia means fear. So put them, put them together. The white man for centuries has had Guyanese phobia. Scared of the woman's genitalia. Ooh, so you mean to tell me I'm following a man who is scared of the woman's genitalia to the strip club? I got a strip club just like he got one. He don't even like women. He hates women. The white man will go home and kill his whole family because he got the motor at his job. What the fuck? <laughs> he go home and kill every damn body. Kill the woman and all the babies and then lie. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. She just walked away. Then she turned around and she'll kill him. They hate each other. They hate each other, even though they show us, you know, all kind of stuff on TV, like they're in love with each other. They're not. They're not. We can't keep following them with our sexual practices. I know I'm in your business. I know I'm in your best zone. I know you don't like it. I don't give a damn. I'm crying. I'm crying to you in your ear because the babies ain't getting to you. You're not listening to them. You ain't hearing the baby. Maybe you hear me. Maybe you hear what I'm saying. Maybe you hear the ancestors and the babies through me. Somebody got to fight for the children. The Negroes have lost their damn life. We, we, we nuts. We crazy. All we want to do is turn up. Turn, turn the heat up on these fads. Turn that up. How about that? Let's rally, okay, against the molestation of children. But first, let's rally against the abortion of black children. First, start right there. Start there. And then work your way on up to stop the molestation. See, they got to they gotta get there first. They got to be born first. Remember that. You have sex all the time. You have all the sex you want to. If you, you, together, that's your, you and your woman or whatever, man, your woman, that's fine. Have, I hope you have beautiful, a wonderful, beautiful sex life. But don't kill the baby when it comes. Stop letting this white man put them condoms on your penises, black. Why do you got to run around with these That's his thing. The white man made them condoms. I thought, my research, that's the first condom I have found was in a cage. As far as my research goes, it was in a cave in Europe thousands of years ago. Hmm? They made condoms because they were sticking their penises in booty holes. Huh? They were sticking their penises in animals, too. So they made condoms because they was dying, getting sick, throwing up, whatever you name, after they had these sexual so-called encounters, bleeding at the booty hole. So they had to put a condom on. They had to make something to put over their penis because they just couldn't stop. They could not stop screwing each other in the booty and screwing animals, so they had to make something. So they made the condom. To con your dome. Hmm? Condom. Con your dome. It's a coffin for your baby. That's all it is. It's a latex goddamn coffin. And don't tell me you're wearing no sheepskin condom. You mean to tell me you, you're putting on a sheepskin on your penis? That ain't number bestiality. Low level. See how the white man slick, how slick he is? While you running to the store to get a condom, yeah, I'm thinking give me a condom. I get the dope skin, lamb skin. You're going to put a lamb skin around your penis <laughs> and not recognize that you're off in the BCL. He got you. The white man got you. Huh? He got you, family. Real talk. Real talk. You just got you. If it ain't penis in Missouri, it, it really ain't sex. Sorry. 
And no, you cannot cop a hole in your booty hole and make it. You can't. You can't. You really can't cop a hole in your booty and make it shine. So for those of you that don't think so, and another thing, to you, to you homosexuals out there that say your booty hole is your vagina, uh, sorry, it's not. No, no, you ain't got no uterus connected to it. Ain't no fallopian tubes connected to it. Ain't no juice coming up out of it. Uh, no, no juices or feet feminine juice. Ain't none of that happening, man. You do not have a, a, a pussy, as you think you say you got. You don't have one of those. I'm sorry to tell you. Break the news to you. That's a booty hole. It's not a sexual organ. It's only supposed to be exited. Dookie comes up out of there. That's all, family. It, it, it ain't supposed to be interesting. Newsflash, since you don't know that. With all this information out here, the information age, Negroes still don't know where to put their penises at. <laughs> Negroes ain't learning nothing in the information age, is it? <laughs> this is the information age, and we got to tell Negroes where to put their penises at? You mean to tell me you ain't figured that out? You're that far from who you are that you need somebody to come and tell you what to do with your penis? <laughs> what you That's because you sex has become Sex has become a recreational activity, brother. And that's why, you know, a lot of these people is out there doing that. They don't really have a proper understanding that sex is only to recreate. And I think you touched on something very important when you said there was a law, a sexual law in place to where brothers or sisters was having a taboo, more so to say sexual practices, that there would be some type of action to go behind that or those that's just having wild recreational sex were to be punished in some sort of way, I think it would be uh, completely different because once the sex became recreational, it opened the door for anything goes. So you got a lot of these youngsters being peer pressured by watching uh, pornos and rap videos and whatever sicknesses that they've learned behind closed doors or whoever it is that they hanging around, they go and they spread that amongst each other. So the shit just spread like wildfire and get wild. Exactly. And we have to understand what you're saying, recreational sex. It's always been recreational for the white man. What you did was basically just prove what I'm saying. What you're saying goes right into what I'm saying because recreational sex has always been the thought of the European. He had sex in the cave to stay warm. It wasn't about no feelings. He wasn't trying to make no babies because he couldn't feed the ones he had. It was cold as hell and ice every day where everything froze. He had to eat. He didn't want no babies. He didn't even want no woman. It was a burden to him. He called his woman. Listen to what the white man called a woman. The old ball and chain. Huh? You mean to tell me the beautiful, soft touch of a woman? The essence of a woman, the smell of a woman, the way she look at you when she's happy with your ass, even when she snap on your ass, she's mad at you, and you make up with her. You mean to tell me you don't want that? Then what is your existence on the goddamn planet? What you here for? See, you hear James Brown with the most masculine song ever made? This is a man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing, not a goddamn thing if it wasn't for a woman out there. That is the most masculine song I ever heard from the Godfather's song. It's a man's world. Man make the train, boat, car, electricity, all the stuff you use, but it wouldn't be a damn thing if it wasn't for a woman out there. It wouldn't be nothing. 
I don't want to be around a bunch of hard leg Negroes. I see. I don't even want no dude in my face too damn close. Give me, give me about four or five feet, man. Don't be, uh, don't be, don't get too close to me. I don't like that. I don't want to be in the presence of no man like that. I don't, hell no, I don't like that. I'm a man. That's that's just what it is. Period. There's a cross line here. Certain things you cannot bear, you cannot cross. Like this, this movie coming out, Fifty Shades of Grey, family. Do y'all know what that's about? Fifty Shades of Grey? They make it look like it's a love story with this white guy and the white woman. That damn movie, according to somebody that broke it down to me, is about BDSM. My partner in crime broke it down to me. She told me all about it. I won't even say crime righteousness. I'll say righteousness. She told me all about it. BDSM. Look that up, family. That's all that domination stuff, sticking dildos in people's booty holes. And, I mean, men, women, everything, tying you up with duct tape all over, bending your body all types of ways and have all kinds of sex. Beating you to a pulp. That's what this movie is about. That's what they're putting on the big screen now. BDSM movie called Fifty Shades of Grey. See if I'm lying. Look it up. Hmm? There's an agenda, people. There is an agenda. There is an agenda. There is an agenda. There is an agenda. And it's for every man to give up the booty hole. Or to be one who accepts the giving up of the booty hole. That's the agenda of a fan. They don't want a bunch of flaming, flamboyant, flame boys. They want the masculine man. That's the challenge. To get the one that's masculine, the one that says, I don't like that, the one with the strongest raw in the goddamn jungle. That's the one they want. See, the thought of a homosexual is to emasculate, to wreak it, to be powerful over another man. And that is, oh, I'm so powerful, I got a dingling, my dingling in his mouth. That makes me powerful. To a sick pervert, yeah. You powerful because he's sucking your penis. Oh, to a sick fool. They got it up here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me see what the let me see what Wikipedia is saying. They, they ain't trying to tell me too much. What's going on, bro? No, I'm saying I'm looking at that the movie that you were talking about. The Fifty Shades oh, yeah, of Grey. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You they dive all into it. Yeah, they don't want to delve into it too hard. Let me see. Uh, it's a pornographic film company, Smash Pictures. See? What you say, pornographic? Pornographic. Uh-huh. But check it, though. Check it. When they show the previews of it, they don't. it ain't nothing like that. It's just like a, it, it look kind of secret. You got to pay attention to crack the dude it was banned in Malaysia. They oh, say the, the movie was banned in Malaysia where the schedule for February 12, 2015 release. It was denied a certificate by the censorship board and was deemed too unnatural and sadistic for Malaysian cinema. Uh, the, uh, the LPF chairman, Abdul Halim Abdul Hakman, said 50 Shades was more pornography than a movie. In the Philippines, the film sex scenes would be censored after protests from Various religion groups and, and a critic about the doctrine of the books and his blog critic credits the uh, 
financial success to demons of perversion. Uh, uh, well, we see uh, in Malaysia, they banned it. You know, out there, the Muslims out there in Malaysia and in the Philippines. The Muslims mm. out there, they like, this is right here, it's a porno. We ain't trying to hear anything on how that. So you know, they got the campaign in the United States by the National Center on Sexual. Damn. Hold on. On January 28, 2014, a campaign in the United States by the National Center on Sexual Exploitation started two petitions to boycott the film's release. Their website made more than 50 allegations that the film has a negative impact on the community. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It said Hollywood is advertising the Fifty Shades story as an erotic love affair, but it's really about sexual abuse and violence against women. The porn industry has poised men and women to receive the message that sexual violence is enjoyable. Fifty Shades models this porn message in Hollywood catches the check. Uh, uh, another man in Michigan um, says he ain't going to sell it, so you know. The film sold 3,000 tickets before it was released and expected to sell a total of 10,000 tickets. So he's in here. He's in the, um, so the cinema said, nah, we ain't putting that shit in our cinema. Not Chant, Michigan. We're going to be playing that one. But it needs to be some type of pornographic movie. You know, most of the reviews and everybody saying that it's, it's, it's pornographic. Exactly. I'm telling you. I'm not, what I just told you, that's what it is, family. That's what it is. They, they're going all out, man. We have to uh-huh. understand this time who, this caveman only had a certain amount of time on this planet to live. And he was going to be cut off. It's time to be cut off. It's here. It's time now for him to leave it. He got to exit this earth. He and she. That time on this globe as the supreme being <laughs> to some folks or God or whatever, their existence is just about over with, man. They done. More of them died off in twenty fourteen than were born. I think it was twenty thirteen. Yeah, more of them died in twenty thirteen ever. Ever than were born. Something in nature is ch- kicking them off the planet, bro. They leaving here. All our desire and love, that goes for you too, Lily. Lily, your man, Lily, your man's people, they being cut off. The little white boy you screwing, Lily, Lee Daniel, they being taken out. Period. This is nothing, this ain't about this. This is not racist talk either. Even though I can't stand crackers, I can't be no racist because I don't make their rules and laws. They make these laws and put them into existence. They make it a law. They ain't trying to change the consensual sex age laws. Matter of fact, in, in Alabama, uh, they're fighting right now. Civil judicial disobedience is what they call it because the Supreme Court of, in Washington, D.C. said that they lifted the ban on gay marriage in Alabama because it was a ban on it. And Alabama Supreme Court said, oh, hell no, they still ain't getting married here. We don't give a damn what y'all say in the Supreme Booty Court. Up here in Alabama, that ain't happening down here. Nope, nope, not, not down here, ain't buddy. We're not going to take that down here. And they don't play that down there in Alabama. Them Bama crackers down there. They say no. 
So that's a judicial fight. This ain't nothing. This, let me tell you something. Even the cracker man is getting mad because these these white fans are out of control. Out of control with this gay stuff. They just expose them too much. They got to shut them down. They got to start fighting against these white factions because they're making them look bad. They're exposing all the little secret things that made white folks not want to integrate with us in the first place. That's why they was busting our head. They didn't want to integrate. They wanted to keep on doing what they do among themselves, but they couldn't hold it once we integrated the school system. Mm-hmm. They started showing us their ways. When we start integrating the school system, and especially on the college campus, oh, my goodness. Them damn Greek fraternity parties and all that, secret society, all you secret society, Nick Rose, Freemason Nick Rose out there, up in them damn Masonic temples, sucking on them balls. Mm-hmm. Riding the goats. I ain't scared of none of you clowns. I'm not afraid of no man or woman on this goddamn planet. Go I ain't worried about what y'all are gonna do, what your threats. I don't. I don't. None of that bothers me. None of it. Yeah, you know none one thing it. that I always notice when I go check up on these movies, man, especially these wild movies and all all crazy, sadistic, and just you know, total slaughter kill. Uh, it's always some 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 uh so-called Jews behind it. They always writing it, screenwriting. They always doing something with the script. They always making sure that they get the script right, so you can see it just right how they want how you they want you to see it. It always seems like there's a gang of them behind the scenes, you know. They'll put, they'll put certain ones that they done change their names up on the screen. But behind the screen, they always be the one making sure that behind that camera, they give it all the orders and making sure it goes just how they want it to go. Right. Or some right. of the most degenerate stuff, saying that they, and pretending like they holy. You feel me? That, that's my whole right. thing. They say right. some of the most degenerate stuff ever, but then they pretend like they some holy, special, holy people. And I'm telling you, that's their real nature right there. They ain't right. never been holy. Right. Like like uh, the like Seth MacFarlane, the maker of uh, Family Guy. Family Guy is one of the realest shows that the white man got. But it's animated, so we think, oh, that's just, that's just cartoon. No. No, it's not just cartoon. The little baby is a faggot already. That's true. Already, white folks, they, they be born a little fat. I believe they do. I believe they do come in fags. It's just in their nations like Dookie on their penises and Dookie. They just like boo boo. I don't know why. They even eat it. They even eat doo doo doo. They eat doo 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 doo. They eat doo doo. They have movies called scat movies. They eat feces. Mm-hmm. They can hold down movies where they're eating Dookie and feeding Dookie to each other out of each other's mouths. I mean, this motherfucker is just a piece. I mean, that's what they do. So we have to pay attention and understand that that's how white folks get out. They make movies about this type of stuff that they do. They, it's, it's in their nature. And uh, the woman, the woman and the dog has something going on down there for a minute. Mm-hmm. She ain't nothing but a hardcore uh, 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 hoe anyway. She's the nucleus behind the whole family, the mother. She's the nucleus. She allow all that wickedness to go on in that house. She's the mother of it. Her little daughter ain't got no security within herself. She's no self-esteem. She'll she'll go with anybody and say she look good because her daddy don't give a damn about her, and her brother can't stand her either. 
Now the dog, the dog be screwing women, getting women. That's really true. They do screw women. Dogs do screw white women because they get that booty hole and the coochie up to them damn dogs all the time. That's why they smell like dogs. It's in their DNA. Period. There's been numerous cases of white women going to hospitals and they have a trench coat on or a long coat on. When they get in the doctor, I'll pull the coat off. It's a dog behind them stuck in them. Same thing with white men. Numerous huh. cases, but they won't tell us about it. They won't put it in the news. Man. Yeah, that's the word of mouth. Man, listen, right, yo, you're saying that word of mouth. I've seen, I've seen something new where the white woman had a dead tongue stuck in her vagina. She had a, her husband right. killed the deer. She takes right. take the tongue, cut it off. She masturbating with the tongue, and it gets stuck in it. You know what I'm saying? You know, just straight crazy. That's that's now that that's a dead corpse. That's some crazy. That's some whole other shit to do. Then exactly. One of my family members worked in New York at a hospital emergency room. She said white man come in there with like you said trench coat on, long coat. She he keep telling her he only wants to see a doctor. She telling him, listen man, you ain't gonna see no doctor unless I know what's going on first. I got to know what's going on first. He opens up the coat, says he got a kitten stuck on his penis. He done killed the kitten. Fucking the kitten. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I heard a story like that. <laughs> I heard a sister tell me a story about this white man that went to the doctor. He, he had, a, he had a, a chihuahua, and he was screwing uh-huh. the chihuahua, and the chihuahua's <laughs> booty collapsed. It broke. He broke the damn chihuahua's booty hole. It collapsed on his penis. So every time he tried to pull the chihuahua off, the chihuahua would be screaming. Oh, so now check it out. This, this fool goes to the hospital. This, this fool goes to the hospital, and the dog died on his penis because he couldn't get it off. It died. Oh. He killed the That's dog. Insane, man. You come on, how you come on like that? Where, what? what part of your brain come up with that, man? That's why I said, listen, man, I'm telling you, man, this dude asked the most important question ever, man. Yo, what what do you know? Has a tail, grows horns out his head, eats raw meat, walks on all fours. And have sex with animals of different species. Oh, a cracker. But the devil, the devil, the devil, the cracker, the cage, the reefer's monkey, man. Chewbacca, Bigfoot, whatever you want to call it. That dude, that white boy. And I've been thinking to tell people, listen, pay attention to American Dad, family. Pay attention to American Dad. They're telling us something in American Dad. In American Dad, the cracker is in the Air Force, all right? Now I've been in the military. Air Force has the highest security clearance in the country that I know of. The Air Force does. Somebody need to mute their phone. I don't know. What the hell is that? Yeah, I missed that for you. said the Air Force has the highest what? The highest security clearance. Okay. That I know of in the country, the Air Force, all right? 
Now, the thing is, there's an alien that's always in the house. Don't think these crackers ain't harboring some type of being somewhere. Don't think they're not. Ain't no E.T. around up in the house somewhere. They have access to these other galaxies through the air. They tapping and touching on something else. They messing with something else. But the thing is with the alien, though, if you watch the alien, the alien, the daddy's a fag, too. That, that dude is a fag. He's a flaming fag. But he'll kill you in a minute, though. But he's a fag. He's big and swollen up, but he's a fag. But anyway, that alien changes its they don't change its form because it's a cartoon, so it really don't do that. They don't want you to get that deep. But subliminally, when they change that damn, when they change his hair, it becomes a woman or it becomes a man, a new character or whatever, it's always fooling the person that's looking at it. So what they're really showing you subliminally is that this alien thing is changing its form. It's this damn cracker is in our shape shifted is what I'm trying to tell you. That is some real, this is not no damn cartoon. That's not just a damn cartoon. That thing has powers, too. It controls any situation. That alien is always in something. And it has Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody, what the hell is that? It has sex with men and women. Hold on, who, who, who is that? All right, all right. There you go. Yeah, this, this, this alien has sex with men and women, and it fools men and women, and it has a certain amount of power over man and woman in every situation just about damn there. Pay attention to it. They're doing something with them big, them big-head-ass gray aliens. Some people say that's who, that's who made them crackers. I don't know. Aliens made them crack. This, that cracker ain't from here. He's from around these parts. If you look at his mouth, it looks just like an alien's mouth to me. No lips. No lips. That's that chimp mouth. That's that chimp mouth. That's that chimp. That's what he mixed with. Yeah. He that, know, brother, he's believe, mixed with that. He I mixed with chimp. One, I, I believe one of them aliens fell up out of the sky. Somewhere and got lost down here in one of them caves a year or somewhere and got told you one of them damn Chewbacca cave bitch crackers and Shula and made the white man. <laughs> Yo, listen, right? I'm going to tell you this, right? I'm going to tell you this. I don't know the real story, right? I don't know the real story, but I'm, yeah. I'm willing to tell almost any story except for somehow they naturally came out of Africa. I'm willing to tell almost anything. But I, you know, I'm looking at them like some type of genetic splice or something like that. They, they not really, they not, they, they human and, and ape at the same time. Hold on, family, you just call out a movie title. Splice, it's an actual movie. Yeah, yeah, you ever, yeah, yeah. You, you saw that movie Splice? Yeah, yeah, I seen it. Yeah, nah, one and two. Right. See, they telling you something, man. They're not making movies for no reason. About these creatures right. coming from here to somewhere else, man. No, nah, that's not like them. Got that movie? What's that movie? Doctor Moreau Island. Oh, that's how I look at Australia. I say Australia like Doctor Moreau Island. You see all them strange type of creatures they got there? Look like they mixed. Look like they done took different animals and mixed them together and then put them out in the island of Moreau. Yes, the island of Doctor Moreau or something like that, man. That is so mm-hmm. crazy. That is a crazy place. 
And he had them all of them with chips. All of them with chips. All them beans with chips. Ain't the white man trying to chip us today? Mm-hmm. He want to make an island number row too. He want to. The white man is a mass. We have to understand these Jews are mass practice. We can't follow them. Like Seth Rogen. He's a Jew. Mm-hmm. Look at the movie he made, Neighbors. Look how many gay scenes is in that movie, Neighbors. Look at the uh-huh. interview. Watch the interview. Okay. That's Seth Rogen's movie. He's a Jew. He made that. It's so much gay stuff in there. Seth Rogen is the same cracker, a Jew boy, whatever, that kissed his mom on stage. He's a lie his birth mom. Tongue kissed. Oh, man. On one of them award shows. Tom kissed his mom. Hey, ain't it somewhere in New York where they was doing something similar to that uh, island of Dr. Monroe shit where they was taking the genetics of animals and humans and uh, gene splicing them, mixing them together, trying to make some type of weird-ass hybrid or something? Yeah, that's what the brother I think that's what he was just saying. No, oh, but didn't that really happen somewhere in like, oh, New York? Oh, I don't, I don't know, brother. But knowing these Europeans, probably so. I wouldn't put it past. Uh, you know, in the end, he's going to hold that information, man. He's been splicing it, too. He's about to hold that information, man. Yeah, I'm more inclined to think that we did it, that somehow we did that to him. You know what I'm saying? That we was trying to civilize the animals around us, and we just started doing all different type of wild stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because we've been on the planet for we've been on the planet for way longer than I know than what we we know. You know what I'm saying? We got we see villages 250,000 years old, foundations for whole civilization. So that takes time to even get to that point to be doing that like that. So I know that we've been around for a while. For sure, fam. In a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we don't plan on leaving this rock. Just that. We shake this shit off. We brush the dirt off our shoulders. And let it be what it is. Just a committee. Black Power. Black Power. How are you tonight? Blackastic, King. All right. You got, you got anything you want to add on the question and comments for the, for the brother? I'm just enjoying the show. Um, the brother um, is dead on with everything he said. Uh, you know, it's uh, definitely a war, and um, you have um, too far gone uh, coons that are facilitating this this genocide that the cracker beast is trying to put on us through pedophilia, homosexuality, and their low life bestiality. And it, it has to be annihilated. You know, the cracker got to go, and and that cracker uh, behavior, twisted behavior has to go amongst our people, you know? 100%. Every, 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 everywhere it exists, we have to kill it in our mind. That's the first place that we have to fight this war of the white man. It has to We have to wage that war in our mind. That's why I asked in my book. Last chapter, I asked a series of questions so the individual reader can know this is about you personally. What are you going to do personally against this molestation of children? 
Because I tell you what, if our children got a chance to really grade us on our protection of their genitals, I wonder what would the grade look like. But we pass or fail. If we just shut the hell up and stop arguing and debating over who's more ancient than who, who knows more than who, if we stop the cat fighting and infighting among our sisters over little petty issues and just ask the children, have we protected you all? How do you all feel about adults and their protection? The people that tell you not to lie, but then around, turn around and tell you don't tell nobody that you got molested. Hmm? What would the grade be? Hmm? When we in the box somewhere, gone, what are the children going to say about us? What are they going to write about us in the history books? How is it going to look? What would they tell another nation when they ask them the same question? Why do you feel about your ancestors? Do you feel that they protected you all during those times that you were going through? Somebody got to write about this stuff we're dealing with right now. What's it going to look like? That's something to ponder about. Because I don't think we're going to get no good grade at all. We ain't going to even get a D. We're going to get an F. Because collectively, we've allowed molesters to run through all our neighborhoods. We feed them at family reunions. Hmm? Take them up, take them where they got to go. Hmm? We still talk to them, feed them, give them food. Hmm? We still ain't exposed them. They like 40, 50, 60 yeah, years, bro. 70 years ago. That one, you ain't showing no mercy. Get them, bro. Woo! <laughs> say what now? You ain't showing them no mercy. We just say we feeding them at family union. <laughs> I mean, for real, family, just, just straight up, man. And I think about this. When the young person that came to us and told us about uncle or auntie or whatever, because women doing it too, the young girl. Yes, you women, yes. These women doing it too, the young girls. Well, I mean, think about that. When they sit back and watch us interact with the person that violated them, what do they think in their mind? I mean, these adults are supposed to be protecting them. And they all sit and chummy with a person that violated them. How, how is that possible? But mommy and daddy and uncle, whoever is sitting around talking to, you know, uh, my older cousin who came over here and touched me. I mean, how how they just talking? What was that about? How is it that he's still a part of the family, or she? What do they really think? I really want to know. I really do want to talk uh-huh. to the babies. What do they think about whether or not we protected them? Mm-hmm. You know what? That's what it's, it's gonna be. I'm gonna do all that. It's just turn on some validity or a very important question. I can speak from my own personal experience. You know, you ain't even <clears throat> got to go to the baby. If if adults are gonna be real about themselves, because like you said, you know, this been here. This has been here, uh, particularly on this side of the Atlantic. Since 
of the kidnapping of the very first African brought over here, and it has not stopped. And Jeannie also rocked me with that Goodbye Uncle Tom movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to get through that movie yet. I've tried mm. three times. The most I think I've gone so far is 40 minutes. I'm going to thank the Cracker Beast who put the movie together because it is the only movie that really gives a true glimpse of the sick, twisted shit that the Cracker Beast was doing during our um, my alpha, during, during, during our uh, kidnapping, you know, uh, the, I think it's based on that book, the, the particular institution. I'm not for sure about that. But that's the only movie that I've seen so far that showed the detail, how they had us uh, butt naked, going in our mouths, and, and then spitting on us. You know, real shit, real shit. With the, with how they had the babies feeding at a trough. You, you know this shit happened. You know this shit happened. You, you can feel it in your bones when you watch it when they had the babies in, in the house. And, and the cracker beast come in, and then as a woman, you're, I'm sick seeing my brother there. I know the, the, the situation, you know. I'm trying to deal rationalize with how he could even, you know, be there and be a part of it. But, you know, and you probably had sisters on the other end where, where the little girls was kept playing that same role, you know. And I myself, I think the ancestors, let me tell you, I think the ancestors of everything, that a sister as a child was a fighter. Because when that person that was close to my family, so much so, had the key to my house, and I'm home, alone, home from school, sleeping, and this motherfucker coming up in my room, ended up on my bed, and I wake up, and I, I thank the answer. Nigga talking about, he want to, can I touch it? His hand coming up my thigh. Yo, sister started swinging. I'm 10. No more, I can't, I, I'm no more than 10. Can't be no more than 10 I thank the answer. I thank the answer for that. Chased him out of my house. But you're right. At the end of the day, is the motherfucker still walking the earth? Hell yeah. Yeah, see, those types of stories, see, the problem is, and I sympathize with the sister and thank the ancestors and the credit it didn't happen. But so many have the same story, but he. Same story, you got a similar story. It's, it, it's something wrong with so many of our women having to fight to become an adult to give themselves to a man they want to. Some ain't right about that shit. Now, I don't like that. Some ain't right about that. Why is it that they all seem like have got to fight at some point to keep their virginity until they give themselves to the man they want or the man that's supposed to take their virginity? Something ain't right about that. You can't not protect your woman. Or you can't not not protect your woman and expect to have her in your corner. It ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's real. That's real. You got a problem. You got a problem, brother. You got a real big problem. And dudes think they tough. And they really, they think they thugs. They ain't no thug. Uh, if, you def- if these men are so strong, I tell you, you want to stop being so emasculated. Show your strength. A real man can speak on an issue like this and not run for cover because there ain't nothing to hide. I don't want to hide. I want the person that's molesting the babies to be exposed. I want the light to be shined on that person. 
Uh-huh. As well as the grown homosexual, too. But that predator thing, that's touching these little boys, oh, yeah. And that lesbian women, woman, that's up in that mess with them little girls, oh, yeah. They need to be dealt with in a physical sense. I'm just, that's just what it is. Physical, mental, spiritual, all of that. At least cut them off. Don't feed them. Don't give them nothing to eat. Don't cast them under their cause. Don't come to the rescue. Why do we think that it's up to us to take upon the burden of a fan? Don't bring me your sob stories. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing about your nasty, sorry, filthy life. Nothing about it. I don't care if you're bleeding from the anus. It's your choice to take that penis. I'm not mm-hmm. going to send my daughter to school to be a nurse so she can come wipe your nasty dookie booty. Why should she have to be up in there and she want to go to school to be a nurse and she get out and she got to wipe your nasty behind? Your nasty dookie up booty. Huh? Your caked up, feces up booty. She got to wipe that up. She got to clean you up, put a sponge put a sponge on your balls because your balls are swollen up from all that damn uh, 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 nut in your, in your penis that got into your urethra and swollen up your balls. Now I got, she got to deal with you. Huh? And she got to sign the oath that she can't even talk about your medical condition. She can't take no pictures. I mean, she, she can't treat you funny. She can't smile the nose up. She got to wipe your booty hole like she got to wipe that old nasty cracker next to you. Why? Why do homosexuals get to walk around here and put their burdens of sickness on the society? Huh? And we supposed to sit back and accept that. What is the money? What's the amount of money that homosexuals spend on looking like they have? Hmm? Hmm? Or to disguise the unhappiness? What I mean is butt plugs. How much money is homosexual spending in butt plugs per year? Let's do the research. Huh? How much money are they spending on damn panties? I mean, drawers that's got pads in them, deodorized pads. Have y'all seen the deodorized pads now for men? The pad goes from up to the, where around the penis area, and it goes all up the back of the crack of the boot. It's a deodorized pad in a pair of underwear. What's that for? <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Though. I mean, what, how much money do they spend on anal bleaching to make the anus look good? Because it, it gets ugly and wrinkled all up and black and all that kind of stuff. It looks nasty and disease. So they went and made anal bleaching cream so they can beautify the anus. Huh? So it don't look nasty when they're putting their penis up in it. After about 56 times, it's been turned black and dropped and all dried up and nasty and bleeding, crusty and got green pus and snot and grime, all that. And he want to make sure it look nice, so he's going to go get some damn uh, cleaner called anal bleaching cream and rub it around the rim of the booty hole so it looks nice when he's sticking his penis in. Hmm? Think about all the money he spends on devices and things of this nature to disguise the wickedness of homosexuality. This man spends all kind of money for doctors to sew his booty up. He's got stitches. He's going to have to get stitches at some point. Huh? 
Okay? Hmm? A lot of different surgeries they go through. They don't even talk about that. A lot of different diseases that only homosexuals get, like gay bowel syndrome. And a syndrome is a series of things happening at one time. He could be bleeding out the booty hole. He could be dropping turds on the ground, not knowing it, because he ain't got no feeling in his booty no more. So his mashed potatoes end up mashed up on the ground. They just fall right out of his booty hole, right on the ground, right down his leg and everything. He don't even know it if they don't hit his leg. Like the, like the show uh, Flavor Love. When Flavor Love, I think, first came out, there was a dark-skinned sister on that, young sister, about 24, 25, somewhere up there. She was tall. A little, she looked like she was tall, dark-skinned. She was on her way up in steps. And you know if you watched them. No, not her. Uh, this is another female. She got eliminated quickly. She was on the way up those steps, and y'all know about if you watch that show, them steps was white, and they was they was like uh, pearls or something like steps, or whatever. It's white marble, marble, right? White though. Tell me why she was on the way up them steps, and about the third step, she dookied. Doo doo, fell out of her ass on them steps. And then she went all the way upstairs, didn't even know she had pooped. And if you watch that, show them that step, it was, about, it was at least about 15 steps, I think, up to, up to stairs. It was a long staircase. She didn't even know she dookie. She went upstairs and was doing something else. Didn't even know she had pooped. Flavor Flav started smelling some, smelling like some, dude around this mother. <laughs> so he started investigating. And walked to the steps and she had dookie and went upstairs and got on her shoulder. She didn't even know she had doo-doo. Why is that? Because her booty hole was too loose and she wasn't even 30 years old. Mm. Walking around being a freak. Some black man did it to her, though, I bet you that. But he loved, I love you, baby. I love you, I love you. But you're putting your penis in a booty hole. Making her walk around, losing all the sensation and the anus and shit, and spooky dooking on herself. Huh? Something wrong with that. Back to his gay bowel syndrome, he may be bleeding. He may have extreme flatulence. He may have a torn sphincter muscle. Hmm? Or sometimes nature just closes the whole anus up. Just close it up. He can't even dookie out of it. So now he got a, they got to cut a hole in the fool's side so he can doodoo out of his intestine, pull the doodoo out of his intestine bag. Huh? All that so he can still live and have some quality of life as a faggot. They are a medical nightmare on any society. No doctor, no young medical, medical doctor should have to go and sit up and look at the anus of a man and just try to find out uh, all, write this down and give it a name. What do I call this bleeding of his anus? What do I name it? I got to come up with some crazy name to name this thing. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to right and break yeah, this homosexual thing man. down. You got to decipher this, family. You got to go all the way into every little facet of it and pick it out 
Talk about the things they don't want to talk about. Man, y'all getting the insight tonight, man. This is this is this what y'all this what the book is gonna be, man. I'm telling you, y'all getting the insight to them to the inner working. That's what it is, sir. That's what it is, sir. I'm breaking this the king faggot, the, the the greatest molester on the planet has to be broken down. The white man. His psyche has to be broken down. This man will fly to another country. I was away to screw people in the booty. He will get on an airplane and fly to Denmark and go in an animal brothel. This is my book, too, Bestiality. He will go and fly to an animal brothel here from somewhere in the state. Get his plane ticket, fly to Denmark, Go in the animal brothel, find a German shepherd on his back, on his back now, legs up in the air. First, his, his paws, okay, he's laying on, he laying on, his, on his back. His head is duct taped to the damn table. Duct taped. So, I mean, his nose is touching the top of the table. His nose, the tip of his nose, and touching the top of the table. He on his back. Now, the dog is on his back. Head duct taped to the table. His high, his, his foot paws and, and, uh, <laughs> is duct taped behind his head. Behind oh, his head. Hey, you telling the truth, though, Fanny. then his paws. His back paws, the spongy part of the paw that's supposed to be on the ground, is <laughs> on the side of the table. Time to the table, the dog's legs is wide open, and a white man will go in there and literally, ragingly, fuck that dog to the die. And they'll go in there after that, <laughs> take the duct tape off, Put the dog in a box and put another one on the table. After they wipe the table off, I guess. <laughs> Damn, that's that's real this talk. This is the mind of the white man. Come on, man. There's no reason why he should still be alive. We should not feel one ounce of sympathy when this bastard dies. We should be meditating. We should be libating on his goddamn death constantly. Every single day. I have no sympathy for no cracker. When Bruce Jenner, transgender, fender bender, dusty ass, killed that damn cracking accident, I laugh. That's hilarious to me. I'm glad to see you. Great. Goddamn faggot. You should have killed somebody. We need to see how crazy these freaks are. I have no sympathy for no fag. Not them. Not one. Not no white man. Not no white woman. Not no white kid. I don't give a damn if it's an infant. If you don't despise that cracker like the Zulus did, huh? Like I am. I'm Zulu. I trace my re- my roots through my uncle. My uncle let me know I'm Zulu. 
The princess of Zambia sat on my show. Princess Zendaba in Yorinda. The sixth generation's granddaughter and told me I looked just like her brother. I didn't even know at that time I was Zulu. I'm Zulu and Mandingo. Over on that side in Cherokee over here. I don't got no Kool-Aid pumping in my heart. I don't give a damn about no faggot. When this book drops, I'm going I'm gonna go to Nambla personally. The North American Man Boy Love Association. How do you have an association with that name on it? Hmm? North American Man Boy Love Association. This is who is trying right now to do away with the consensual sex age laws so they can molest your two or three or four year old son in a schoolroom, classroom somewhere, and you can't do nothing about it because the custodian and rapist will say, well, hey, it was mutual. He spoke to me in a provocative manner. And we made love. <laughs> Listen to this craziness of the white man. Yeah. Listen to this sick freak. What the hell do you mean, Alexander? You going all over the world kicking ass, but you was a flaming thing. And you know that's real. Because if the Kraken Beast can say the dolphin seduced him, what will they say about a, a, a nine-month-old baby, a, 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 a two-year-old, an 18-month-old child? Exactly. Exactly. That's that's what it is. Real talk. We got we got to die to the psyche of the white man. We have got to erase him out of our mind. He can't. He can no longer be human in our mind. It's all out here, family. Give it up, please. Give it up. The white man is just not. You, man, please give it up. You're killing me with this shit. You want to normalize it? Why you can't normalize this crackhead woman? You just can't do it. I don't have time to decipher to see which one of these crackers is a good cracker and which one ain't. I don't give a damn. Because all of them are the same. What is the good cracker doing to stop the one that ain't the good cracker? Come on, people. Come on, man. I can talk about this all night. It's my passion. So, you know. And for those out there who try to say, well, you know, maybe he gay because that's what he's talking about. Maybe he was molested because that's, you know. No, never was molested. Ain't gay. Don't like dudes. You know what I mean? So, no, that's not the case. I'm just happy to be one of the men that's going to be very vocal and ancestors have given me some things to say. That's all. I'm, I'm your brother. That's it.
up to my mind. My mind back. My mind dropped. Like now, my mind dropped. Is it back? I don't know what just happened. My mind dropped for a second. I don't know what happened for a second. My mind dropped for a second. What was just talking? And then all of a sudden, it, it blacked out. But, you know, we had to, we want to, you know, we going into, you know, three and a half. I know we had to go to Dawa on for a little while, you know what I mean? So, you know, I wonder what, what happened to the brother. The brother, I see his line out there, but I don't see him. Well, I don't hear him anyway. Very proud, brother Dawa. Everything for two seconds, family. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I see him out there. I don't know what happened to his line. I know. <laughs> he bring the real. <laughs> Got to love the king. Shut his line down. He going so hard. Brother Dawa, if you can hear us, we can't hear you. You might have to unmute your mic or something. Call his line and let him know. Uh, man. I thought he was going there hard too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit him up. Think he said his own point though. Brother Info was one hundred percent, I don't know what's going on. Oh, all right, his line dropped. He called him my. I hear him. He called my house. I can't. Uh, I can't grab the phone. It's too far away. Let me hear from his other jack. Let me hear from the other jack. Let me see. Now check.
don't know why. What the hell? My phone won't make the damn call. What? Thank you. Yeah, I'm trying to call. Yeah. My call. My call, brother. What happened? I don't know, brother. We still on the line. I don't know. I was trying to talk to you, and I seen your line was still on, but then you dropped. Then you dropped off. We still on the line. I don't know what happened to your line. Can people hear me? Somebody told me they can hear nothing. Nah, I can't hear you. Everybody can. Black Power, y'all can hear me? No doubt. Yeah, see? Everybody can still, they can still hear? No, but the brother... Uh, well, I'm, 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 uh, I'm going to call back in. I'm going to try to see how you get back in. Now, the brother correct, though. Everything went silent for a few seconds. And I didn't know what happened. I couldn't hear nobody. And there yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 uh-huh. Yeah,
But you can't whoop nobody when it comes to the homosexual thing because you're emasculated. The only thing you can do is fight with your fist, but you can't fight with your mouth. You can't See, they cannot justify duty on the penis. You can't justify that you can keep a, a, the, the reasons why you can keep a hard penis while you smelling doo-doo on it for however long your so-called sexual encounter lasts. How do you keep a hard penis throughout the whole duration of being inside the hole of an animal? How do you keep a hard... See, these questions they don't want to ask. But I always ask them, you know. <laughs> I want to know, how do you do it? I don't want to do it. I'm just asking, how the hell do you do it? Because I'm trying to better understand over and understand you. Mm, mm, mm. Ah, man, oh, I'm still tripping over that German Shepherd. Oh, yeah, mm. bro. I'm telling you, and you can find that picture when you look up bestiality in Denmark. That picture will come up. You will see that German Shepherd ties their table just like I told you. But look it up. Look up bestiality in Denmark. Look up, no, look up animal brothels. Pictures on Google of animal brothels in Denmark. You will be amazed. Mm-hmm. Be amazed, brother. Oh, no, see, and they're yeah. always talking about their love for dogs. The white man will kill you about a dog. They be on TV crying, having a damn dog cop funeral? What the? F- okay. Oh, oh, oh. Really? You on national TV with a damn dog funeral? Hmm? All the policemen show up dressed up with their suit on to have a damn dog funeral for the canine cop. <laughs> What in the hell are you for real? And be crying. And be having an actual moment of silence. Get all up out their chairs. Put the hand on their chest. He was a great dog. He was a great cop. What the fuck? He was an excellent partner. What the hell is going on with these crackers, man? Come on, bruh. We need to be the top notch partner. Huh? Was roughly fine dog. He was a top notch partner. I'm telling you, man. What? What? Really though? The dog. The, the dog though. The dog though. For real. <laughs> I have to laugh at the white man. See, that's why I was walking around with my head up. I don't have to have my head down for what? I think. <laughs> huh? Put my head down in the presence of a cracker? Shit. For what? What? Here's the fact. The top of the line cracker with all the money and the yachts, the houses in Venice, the houses in San Juan, Puerto Rico, the houses over, <laughs> he got houses all over the globe. Private jets, gold, silver. Access to all kind of information that we'll never get privileged. Huh? He got bunkers set up right now for nuclear war. 
all kind of ways to stay safe. He got a way to pay $500,000 to go live up in Mars, on Mars. He got all kind of things, all kind of avenues he could take. But he's still going to be a faggot. He's still going to want to go up in a man or boy's booty hole. No matter how much fun he has, no matter how many places he can go, no matter how many beautiful things he can see, no matter how many beautiful flowers he can touch all over the globe, you know, I mean, no matter how many beautiful sunsets he can see in different parts of the world, how many exotic foods he can taste, you know, natural foods, I mean, even if you want to eat that caviar shit, whatever he wants, he can do what he wants to do is what I'm saying. The top of the line cracker, the elite cracker, but he's the biggest fag of them all. What, what's up with that? I want to ask the white man, why are you so gay? Why are you such a fag? Why? Why do you go all over the globe to molest little children? Hmm? Why do you support a Catholic religion that molests little children? <laughs> Why do you support the Catholic Pope when you know they molest more children than anybody on the globe? Why, why, why do you do that, white man? I want to know. Can you please tell me? You too, Mexican, Hispanic. Why do y'all support the Pope? El Pope. You should call his ass the Poop, not the Pope. The poop, because all he knows is Dookie on his big lane. I had some information on these popes all over the globe and abortions and lawsuits. The pamphlet was so thick, about 60 pages of straight cases where they they molested and got sued. But the worst one, the worst molested case I ever saw with these popes was an infant that was still connected to his mother's umbilical cord that the priest raped. I was like, I can't even wrap my mind around that. How do you sit as a counselor and counsel a, a, a faggot like that? How, what, do you, what do you say to him? See, that's another thing about the white man. He's so evil. He, he he have counselors who counsel these freaks, knowing how dangerous they are to society, knowing they molest children, but they can't say nothing. <laughs> Boy, he has truly made a way for him to be a raging fag. Put men in prison and let them get butt naked. All of them got to get naked in front of him. He's standing there and looking all up. Been over. You mean to tell me you want to look in the man's ass? Huh? That's what you do? As a security guard, you looking in somebody's booty hole? At the prison? At the precinct? You looking at somebody's booty hole. That's your job. Hmm? You doing anal cavity checks? Huh? The white man will go to school to be a doctor so he can do a prostate check, so he can stick his finger in your booty hole. And then he'll tell you to come back every year to have you stick your finger in his booty hole, in your, stick his finger in your booty hole. They come back every year after you turn 40. He wants your booty. Once you hit 40, he wants you there every, every year. So now he's sitting there thinking about your ass all year. 
Once you stick your foot in your booty on July 18, 2015, they're going to want to see you again July 18, 2016. He's been thinking about your ass for a whole year. He, he feeds his babies and his children, sending his kids to college and every damn thing else, traveling in his car, all because of your asshole. The black man's asshole, our, our booty holes and white men too, but because he wants to do prostate checks. Real talk. He's determined to put something in every man's wheel, every man. He wants every man to get a prostate. Every single man get a prostate. Every man be violated by him. Come on in, Salah. Come on. Come on, set your appointment up. I want you to call in to set your appointment up to let me stick my finger in your ass. And I want you to pay me for doing it. <laughs> but, but Gawan, but yeah, Gawan, yeah. Before you move on, can you just tell the people where they can reach you at and everything? You know, let the call sure. online. Let them know where you can reach sure. you at. So, uh, my website. You can get the book in ebook form or order it in paperback. It goes to print this week. Finally, I finally got the last uh, proof. I thank my team, Frontline Books, out of Chicago, Illinois. You can see the brother on the video with me uh, on YouTube, on the Dawah Israel, uh, D-A-W-A-H-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L. That's my name on Facebook, on YouTube as well. Dawah Israel, you can find me there. Um, and um, like I said, the book will be dropping uh this particular should be this week. And uh my website is ww dot dot com. That's Y A H I S R E A L H O U R. Four words but all one word. Yah is real hour dot com. You can get the book, like I said, their ebook form or in paperback form. Uh, you can find my music on Reverb Nation under Codesh Biz. That's K O D E S H B I Z, like Biz Marquee. Codesh Biz. Codesh is my stage name. When I get on the stage, you know, do my thing with the music. Uh, and Biz, like Biz Marquee. Uh, and I also want to make it known that I'm, I'm available, you know, for venues. I come and, you know, rap once we work out the business aspect of things. You give me a call. Hit me up in the, with a Facebook message. Email me at dawayisrael at yahoo.com. Once again, that's D-A-W-A-H-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L at yahoo.com. Dawayisrael yahoo.com for your request. Uh, for me to come and, you know, bring the book and uh, do a book signing, a lecture on the book. And if you want for me to do some music, you can work that out too. Put all your requests in your uh, in your request uh, for me. And those that want to talk to me personally, 269-845-9746. Again, that's 269-845-9746. Uh, I'm not afraid to talk to anybody. That's just what it is. So, uh, uh, thank you, brother, for that opportunity. 
and uh, I hope that I'm able to be of assistance to the people. I know it's, it's harsh, but uh, it's more harsh uh, when a child is crying in the emergency room because they've been molested, male or female. So uh, I don't have any I don't have any sympathy for the ones who do that to children. So I'm going in on them strong because somebody has to protect the baby. If you don't protect the babies, you don't protect the nation. So appreciate that. Absolutely. And you know the family definitely thank thank you for having that voice out there. You know, and make sure that we stay in tune, stay abreast of the weird of the weirds and hows and understand that this is a war. And you know, this ain't just for you know, even though I think that uh with you, me, some of the hosts on the line, we already in the fight. But it's definitely for those who are wondering or on that who are riding that fence. To understand it, look, Ryan, you can't be fence riding. You either a promo or you're not. You're going to have to come on over or you're going to have to go over there. And at that point in time, you got to realize that you're choosing to deal with those who rather have a death style. So if you are a person who have children, then understand that you are in opposition to the lifestyle that you done uh, took and, and, and co-opted with, you know, that you done cooperated with. So that's one of the main things is just for the people to understand that, look, you know, this is a serious situation. It's dangerous. We see how dangerous it, it is, not only to the culture, but also it's dangerous to your mental health and also to the physical health. A man penis going inside your behind on the regular. This is where we get those many diseases and how it came about with uh, being such thing as uh, – Acquired immune deficiency syndrome through these homosexuals. So, you know, we got to always be aware of what's going on. Their immune systems are bound to fail when you keep having someone go inside a place that does not, it's not for them. That's right, bro. That is absolutely correct. And there ain't no way to justify Ain't no argument, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, this, not at all. This, this, this is a sure fight right here. This is a, this is a show position. Show. It's a positive. I'm positive. I'm 100% on this one. That's why anybody who takes this position, not just me, anyone who takes this position is right. Period. Mm-hmm. Point blank. You don't have to be able to spill it like I do or whatever. I, it don't matter. It don't even matter. By taking this position, your energy on this position is going to make us stronger. These mm-hmm. homosexuals, they use that word homophobia. They they want people to be afraid. That's why they put that BS out there. Oh, they're afraid of us. They're going to destroy us. No, we're not afraid of you. We're afraid of Who the hell is afraid of a fact? Why? What are we afraid of a homosexual for? They ain't going to do nothing. He ain't going to make no man. See, that's the thing about these dudes. They can't build men because they're too busy trying to break them down or looking for one that's already broke that they ain't got to go through the breaking process with. See, he don't want to build with no man. He's not a one. He's not a man. He shouldn't be a fashion to be called a man. Why? What is he doing that's manly? Hmm? 
Looking for the white man kissing his ass? <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's what ain't gonna happen. Exactly. Yeah, so we we gotta be prepared, man, and and we gotta always know the rules of engagement, and we have to call the time as a time when we see him. Thomas Cena as Thomas Cena, Aunt Sally as an Aunt Sally, because one of the things that has been a detriment to us is that we we see these people doing damage in the in the community, but we never call them on the damage that they're doing in the community, so they're allowed to live and prosper. And the white people, and, and you know, racism, white supremacy understands our situation, so they steadily send a stream of these um, insurgents inside of a, in our community to divert us from that real black power, that real African power, that strength of unity to make us move forward because regardless of whom and what, what we were when we was in West Africa, we were many a different tribe. But once we got here to this land, we the new African and we one tribe, one people. You know, that's why anywhere you go, people call us brothers and sisters because we are the number one brothers and sisters. So we got to take that energy, like the brother was saying, and deal with something like, um, you know, I seen the brother irritated. Jenny has a program coming out, the Straight Black Pride program. And I know you're going to definitely, I know you got a piece coming in on that right there. But it's just a thing to link the, uh, the community, man, on Straight Black Pride. All day. All day, brother. Every day. Don't mm-hmm. change. Well, you know. Uh, well, listen, family, you know, if you want to close out, man, you know, we're not had you on for a little while, man. We thank you very much for coming out. You know, you always welcome to the show. Anytime, you know, as soon as I get that book, you know what I mean? I already got my order already and pre-ordered up. So I'm just waiting for it to, to, to hit the house. And I'll definitely uh, check through it. And give you a ring so man, we can go in on that. Oh, man, for sure, brother. I, I appreciate it. You know, once again, I just, you know, the family know that this is serious business. This is no games. You can't, you, you got to be at the point where uh, even your so-called family members, you, you have to, if you got to cut ties, this is this soul searching right here, family. Either you for the protection of these babies, because that's what they're really coming after. Mm-hmm. They want they want to turn this thing, and I'm gonna say this and be quiet. They want to turn this thing into a situation where the babies are saying it's okay. It's okay, mm-hmm. leave him alone. I want to be with him. I love him. See, once it gets that, it's it's it's, it's over. It's truly over with that. Mm-hmm. Nah, no, we gonna have all kinds of disasters, natural disasters. There's no way the, the creation is going to allow children to just say it's okay to be blessed. But that's what they want. That's what they want to happen. That's what they want. They want to be normalized, people. We have to understand that. So your family members may have to go. You may have to get rid of You may have to leave your... It may be husbands and wives that break up over this. I'm serious. This is serious business. This is no joke. Either you are for the protection of children or you're not. And anyone in your family that is not for the protection of children, which means they're against all forms of homosexuality, whether it's lesbianism, bestiality, whatever it is. All sexual perversion, if they ain't against that, I can't roll with you. I don't give a damn. And then I can't, I can't roll with you. I don't want you on my squad. And I ain't going to be, I don't give a damn if I'm one by myself. 
And if you ever see me flip the script and change my way and I start talking differently, kill my ass because that ain't me. Kill that clone. I'm telling you now, murder that goddamn clone. Listen to what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, if you ever see me flip the goddamn script and get to talking in favor of faggotry, you got to murder my ass because that ain't really me. That's a clone. Kill that monkey. Kill it quick. So I don't want to be going out of history looking like no damn fag lover. <laughs> I'm on. No hell to the no. When I leave up out of here, I want to leave up out of here as a man. I was born a man child, and I'm going to leave it as a man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, uh, there's definitely a, a message to, to, to send out to the youth, you know, and something that I start to send out also. And they, they listen, this is no fact zone, man. I don't let them fly. I talk that. You know what I mean? The whole, the, all that whole white sex thing is just totally outrageous, you know. Um, we're going to make sure we keep beating on it, keep pounding, you know what I mean? Um this Thursday, man, we might do a special. You know, we might do a special on this. Uh, we we might talk about this debate that happened last Sunday. You know what I mean? We might get a little into that. You know, we're going to see what's going on with, with family. But if, if not, you know what I mean? I got another thing that we might have lined up. We want to we want to check on a couple of things, man. We see people got fundraisers for Dr. Ben's apartment. And we want to see if this is true or not. So we're going right. to put this information to uh, under some scrutiny. You know what I mean? And uh, hopefully we bring this brother around and see exactly what's going on. But with that being said, you know, we'd like to thank everybody for coming out. You know what I mean? This has been your brother born. Uh, we had our special uh, featured guest, Brother Don Juan Israel, on the line. His feet on the ground. We'll be back on Think Tank Thursday. That'll be 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 6.30 on the west side, the best side. You know, lined up in between. You know, then we coming back in with Slaughterhouse Saturday. You know how we do. You know, get your aprons out. Get your forks and knives ready. We're going to eat. And that's 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 6.30 on the west side, the best side. Uh, I like to, Again, like I said, thank everybody for coming out. It's been few on the ground. Praise that turn of glory to God, we long with the spirit of Dr. Collard of Doom House. for holy. House nigga too. It takes a lot to turn an idea into a business. Yahoo Small Business has everything you need to start and grow your business. Get online for free. Visit www.yahoosmallbusiness.com.